Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. <sighs> All right. It like, was wait, in wait, the men's section. Girl shirt button on the other yes. side. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I figured it Flash out. Flash is wearing a girl shirt. Flash. It's a me, a man, it's a Garcia. <laughs> Go cojones. How about those friggin' pirates? There's local politics, bud. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say well. You are terrible. And stop playing that song. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Did not flub at all. Send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Free Beer Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. You are tuned in on perhaps 92.7 FM in Greenville, maybe 104.1 in Washington. We're also on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM. Dot com and you can check us out on facebook live and youtube watch the show there chime in what is on your mind on this lovely friday huge sports weekend here in greenville north carolina coming to town for a baseball game today at five o'clock you got the number one houston cougars coming to Minji's coliseum saturday night some ecu softball also going on here in greenville this weekend we will let you know the full schedule and what is going on throughout today's program on a big friday edition of pirate radio live also we've got some guests to talk to including brian north wcti 12 will join us to get you ready for the pack sports weekend tony dunn carolina cat chronicles.com will we'll recap the nfl week haven't talked much nfl this week we'll catch you up on all the news and notes going on as we get ready for combine season nfl draft season free agency and all of that morgan aylers will join us in hour number three he'll be on the mic saturday night in mingy's when houston rolls into town and mark greenheld golf shop radio show will check in on what's going on in the golf world so we got all of that we got shirley Rhodes, chandler honeycutt and in studio troy d and ellerby hanging out before they head over to clark leclerc stadium what's up guys good to see you clip man what a day it's been an awesome start to the sports weekend already clip rock as our jungle nation t-shirts were on fire at ube today we went down there at 11 o'clock today and uh we had the whole team down there chandler jenny troy d and myself and man we were all like an octopus down there grabbing shirts the line was wrapped around like crazy the pirate nation showed up and showed out uh, to help support mustache march and uh these uh, got some cool shirts and, and we sold out in 30 minutes troy d yeah, it's unbelievable this isn't the first time we've done a, a shirt sale a shirt promotion we've been in this business 20 years we we've done hundreds of these type of <laughs> events and shirts and different different ways and not the first time we've done one on location like that at ube out of all the ones we've done we were talking about it at lunch today I, this is the fastest we've ever sold out and we had hundreds of shirts there uh ever it was unbelievable but the good and first of all i felt terrible for some folks because the line never stopped like it was we got down there and we might still be there 100 people already in line uh, we were trying to accommodate everybody the best we could. They're great shirts for only 10 bucks. They look really cool. We're donating them, uh, all the proceeds to ALS. And I felt bad because towards the end, we were running out of sizes, running out of colors. But thanks to our friends at UBE that was our host today, and they saw how popular these were, and our friends at University Sportswear, the official sportswear provider to Pirate Radio, uh, we already have put the order in, and they are already working their way through production 
And next week, we are going to have a whole new set of shirts to deliver. And folks, there's, by popular demand, LRB, people have requested that watch or listen to us or follow us across the country. Can we order these online? And finally, the answer is yes. So whether you're here in Greenville and you missed out or you, we didn't have your right size or color and you want to get one, we're going to have that opportunity for you. You can pick it up at the store at UBE. Or if you're listening to us across the country anywhere and you want one, and you want to have one for 10 bucks, you, you'll be able to go to PirateWare.com right now and order one, and we'll be fulfilling those orders starting next week. The pre-orders are already 50 or more already. Yeah, the in-store promotion today at UBE was just incredible, and we, we sold out. So now everything is online, so it doesn't matter where you live. If you live in Greenville, you order you pre-order now online, and you can pick up at UBE, or if you want to, you can just have it shipped to your house. Yeah. You just got to pay shipping and handling. But uh, it's, it's real simple. So no matter where you live, if you want to get your hands on these uh, purple rush jungle nation uh, t-shirts and uh, help support mustache march and als and uh, get a cool t-shirt at the same time uh just go this linked up on all our social media you can go to piratewear.com i think it's right on the home page it's real mm-hmm. it's real easy to find so no matter where you live right and, now and it's also only 10 bucks there right it's also it's also just 10 bucks yeah. as i said if you need to have it shipped then you're obviously gonna have to pay for shipping and handling but uh right now it doesn't matter where you live if you want to get your hands on it and you can get as many as you want so uh, we're going to fulfill orders as long as we can and and i looked last year we did a similar promotion and we we donated fifteen hundred dollars to, to als mm-hmm. right now we're already past that point so i'm thinking pirate nation is is going to continue to fulfill orders i just talked to chad at ube before we came on the show they've already had close to 50 people order or 50 orders yeah, for, for, it's for only been shirt. up there like 40 minutes yeah it's only, yeah. yeah so i mean this, this shirt is is going crazy it's it's tremendous support by the pirate nation so when we know we had a lot of people message us on social media can you ship it can, and we don't have the the manpower the staff the resources to be able to process all those orders ube came to us after they saw this promotion today and they saw how crazy it was down there they said hey if you guys can get the shirts made we will handle all that stuff we will ship it out we will get it delivered to people that's what we do and we said deal so thank you know this wasn't in the works until today you know we didn't have any way to really ship it out to people so thanks to our friends at ube for providing their platform at no charge by the way to to do it um they're not making any money on on this they're doing it as a service really for us in the in the pirate nation so we can help raise more money for als and uh, i like to thank yvonne and chad and all the folks that uh were down there that helped us today so that's the good news so we're not for anyone that we that missed out that wasn't able to come down or for folks that were there and maybe we were we ran out of the purple color one in your size we're going to be able to process that order now and get it to you yeah absolutely and i also want to thank all the people that did come down to ube because at the very i mean it was a madhouse and we were doing our fastest to get the shirts out and everybody was very patient very gracious very kind even when we ran out of uh shirts at the end yep. we, we got it we got a notepad i got a ton of people's names and numbers on there that we're going to try to fulfill their orders if they don't go now and and, and order online so uh appreciate everybody it, it's been a fun start to the weekend clip and it's only going to get more fun because they uh got a baseball game coming up and i know you guys are heading out there we'll check in with you live later on when you guys are out uh, at the pirate radio tailgate zone getting ready for some pirate baseball good news bad news good news is the weather is absolutely awesome today for late february it feels like a summer day uh boy greenville's bumping it was it's like atlanta traffic out there today with so many people i think in town and maybe ducking out of work early getting ready for the game that's the good news it's going to be an awesome atmosphere tonight five o'clock first pitch uh, not too late to get out to Clark and Claire. I think it's going to be a, a capacity crowd again. It is going to everybody's uh, 
uh, planning that we know looking for tickets or already has tickets getting ready to make their plans to head over there. Uh, the bad news is Saturday's game has been postponed due to potential threat of rain and bad weather, which doesn't mean it's been canceled, but they're going to move it to a later date, which is, I guess, probably the right move with the uncertainty of what the weather was going to be Saturday. So hopefully have that when it's uh, nicer weather again here in Greenville, probably a midweek game, we speculate. Yeah. Good, good news gives you all day Saturday to tailgate for East Carolina Pirates Houston. And, and Houston. Yeah. Looking ahead, I, I don't know North Carolina's schedule, but I believe East Carolina only has one week where they play a Tuesday and Wednesday game, and that is coming up March 7th, March 8th. So every other week they have one midweek game. Maybe if North Carolina has something similar, they can figure out a way to get back here. We'd love to do that sometime maybe in April when the weather's similar to what it is on this weird February day where it's 77 degrees outside. So, uh, yeah, one game here at home against North Carolina coming up 5 o'clock Friday, and then they'll play game three of the series 1 o'clock in Chapel Hill. That's at 1 o'clock uh, this Sunday, and then hopefully they can get that third game in. But either way, going to be a great atmosphere uh, out there today. And as you said, now folks can, uh, I guess, put all their focus into the number one team of the country, uh, Houston Cougars, coming to town Saturday night for ECU Hoops. Well, and this way you can have fun tonight. You can go ahead and enjoy yourself, sleep in tomorrow, rest up, and then gear up for Saturday night, Hoops and Minji's. Yeah with the greatest upset of the year, East Carolina over the Cougars, number one ranked team in the country. Can the Pirate Nation sell out Menjis? Can they, can they make that place an intimidating place for that uh, Cougar team for at least a little bit? Clip, I got some breaking news on tomorrow night's game. Okay. I will uh, have, this is, I call it the Clip Rock Seats. I will have feet on the floor. Oh. Oh, man. Yeah. So you're big time in it well, on at Saturday night. Big big moments call for big times, and you know me, I show up for the big games. Yeah, big games. <laughs> Say what you want about me, but if it's a big game, I'll be there. Yeah, it's a ECU, big game. North Carolina, you'll be there. Yes, I will first be there. baseball game you've attended this year. I was out of town. You know, it's not a super regional was, today, yeah. right? <laughs> it has a super regional feel. Troy to it. looked at the weather and the opponent and just assumed it was like yeah, post. Like, this, this June this, week. This I'm June right, weekend. Listen, I'm in town. It's beautiful weather. UNC's here. I don't have any excuses not to be there. Okay, I was out of state last weekend. Bottom line, he didn't get a better offer clip. <laughs> yeah, I was at the wedding of the year clip, as you know. Uh, but no, this is gonna be fun. And, and is there a bigger basketball game, you know, in Greenville than tomorrow night? Do you? Does your GPS? know how to get you to Menchie's? <laughs> now listen, I've probably been to more games this year than I was last year. Oh. Honestly. Two? <laughs> because he's only been at like a half <laughs> for, for the games he's come to. true. You've seen me there multiple times. I've seen you. Yeah. You've I've actually there. showed up this year. Yeah. So Showed up and showed out. Yeah. So it'll be fun. John says, why make a decision on baseball this far in advance? Tomorrow could be fine. I think because the game is such a moneymaker and such a big game. And I think Carolina probably was easy to agree to this because they they played five games. They had a two midweek. And so, hey, look, they get to play today and everybody gets the day off tomorrow, then play again on Sunday. So, hey, look, I, I... I'm not opposed to it at all. And I mean, just why, 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 yeah. why get out there in a situation where how many times has Pirate Nation had to deal with going out to Clark Eclair, rain delay? Yeah. Going out to Clark, you know, or start time's been pushed back. Start time, you know, so like, as long hey, as they rescheduled, I'm totally fine with it. If they said, oh, we're not going to play them again, it would be a, no, like, oh, that stinks. I but, think you Carolina's know, I, on board with yeah. playing this game too. And look, just play it at a better, on a Tuesday or Wednesday night. I don't yeah. know if it has anything to do with it, but Carter Spivey not available for East Carolina this weekend. Cliff said earlier in the week he was dealing with some. Pain, and uh, we talked to Carter on Monday. Thought he'd be good to go, but uh, he will not be pitching. And I don't know if you know 
that has anything to do with east carolina saying okay we're fine postponing this i, I think the radar is is what east carolina is like there's no why why force something that doesn't need to be forced and it, it, it bottom line this is look, tonight there's the yeah. back-to-back games there well, could have been five six thousand people at both games and if tomorrow you're going to do it and it's going to be and if it's going to be canceled and i don't look i'm just i'm glad guessing. they went ahead and got ahead of it made a decision yeah and i'm just guessing you know the games at five i don't know what the Toriels but if they drive back tonight or Absolutely. they stay so they wouldn't stay at a hotel tonight oh uh, so I, i'm saying if you if they know the game's not going to be played tomorrow they save the hotel costs they just go home is my point that they don't waste a night in a hotel if the game was going to get canceled anyway or postponed i don't have a problem so. with it at all well john matthew says bs he is not happy with it and john you're just not going to be happy with it and you're just going to have to kind of deal with it and move on yeah. and life goes on unfortunately the decision has been made it's not been made by any of us in here but uh if you're asking my opinion of it i, I think it was the right call T's and P's, John. All right, so you got baseball, you got hoops, you got a lot going on this weekend. Going to be a lot of fun in Greenville, and uh, you guys are about to be camped out there uh, in the jungle pretty soon, right? Yeah, I think it's going to be a uh, awesome atmosphere. I think there's going to be a lot of people out tailgating early. I hadn't ridden by Charles Boulevard yet, but I'm sure there's people already out there. And uh, just what what an amazing weather week we've had here in Greenville, North Carolina, and uh, just. I think hopefully the Pirates can deliver a, a victory tonight, and then if the basketball team can shock the world on uh, Saturday this night, could be an man, epic weekend. This, this could be a uh, fun Monday PRL when we're back here at three o'clock. No doubt, we'll be talking to the players coming up: Josh Moylan, Jacob Jenkins, Coward, and Lane Hoover on Monday's edition of Pirate Radio Live inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Tyler is catching up on yesterday's show, Troy. He says Marcus King is performing at Merle Fest in Western NC. Oh, yeah. So there you go. That's cool. He's opened, did you, up, uh, uh, he's opened up for some major acts. I was talking to some friends today, and they're like, Andy, did you know he opened up for such and such last year? I'm like, no, but I mean, he's, you know, a real rising star. Do you have a such and such t shirt? <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> like, I, Troy, Troy doesn't pay attention such. to any I names know. until we I know. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's documented. It, it, it was someone yesterday. big, and I forgot who he said. Do you know who Merle Fest is? It's obviously some country music festival in the western part of the state. There you go. It's yeah. a bluegrass festival. Okay, there you go. Have you been? Uh, no, my dad has been a bunch of yeah, times. Yeah, your dad's a big bluegrass guy. Yeah. Is he a Marcus is King Is he fan? a King guy? My guess he, is my dad doesn't know who he is. Oh, I bet he likes his music. Yeah. I'm sure he would. I did have some friends message me. They said, look, we didn't know who the guy was. They Googled and they started listening. They're like, man, I'm kind of hooked on his music now. Like, So I feel like I've helped his numbers a little bit. Oh, <laughs> put him over the top. Yeah. Yeah. There we go, man. The got guy. a couple more social media followers. Got a couple more down. Downloads, you're welcome, Marcus. Yeah, I guess they can put down the cardboard homeless sign. <laughs> Troy D has got him yeah. off the streets yeah. of Nashville. Good thing you had me at the wedding, buddy. Yeah, uh, it's fun. I was listening to a show today, Pick Central on Barstool, and they had a country music guy in. Um, uh, bu- 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 such and such. Yeah, such, such and such. And such. Yeah. He was talking. It's one of my favorites. He was talking about his wedding that they had. Troy, guess what they had at the wedding? Tattoo. Tattoo. Okay. Well, I, I guess g- it's a trend. It must be big in Nashville. Then. Yeah. So and maybe he's not. It's the first time I've ever seen too. it, which was unique. I've, first time I heard of it. But these now you know, I've heard of it twice in two days. Yeah, these celebrities run in different. But you know, and these tattoo guys are not cheap, by the way, especially in Nashville. I mean, they're very expensive. Um, to have him hired for like five, six hours <laughs> giving tattoos nonstop. I mean, I can't imagine. I talked to someone today who's actually sorority sisters with the girl that did the flowers for the wedding. This is a weird connection. Um, in fact, it's, it's the Jesse from Operations with ECU Basketball. 
she her her sorority sister actually did Briley and Marcus's wedding with the flowers, and she said this is way before you know she's gotten huge in Nashville and uh, her business is blown up, but her minimum order for a wedding guess guess what the minimum is like to do the wedding for hey, flowers. Hey, yes, yeah, celebrate. Uh, I'm just gonna say maybe such and such flowers charges <laughs> at least maybe a hundred thousand dollars. Well, that's pretty damn good because that's how much the minimum is. Hundred grand to do to have her do your wedding minimum. Mm. So if that tells you at what level this wedding was financially, good thing you're getting Marcus's name out there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I should have taken some of the flowers home. I mean, no damn. Uh, yeah, so it's. I told you it was unlike it was an impressive wedding. Uh, e- easily probably a million dollar deal. There you go. Elvis, did you did you enjoy that story yesterday? Troy D's wedding story. Uh, it's, it was it was it was you know a typical short story long. I feel, like it, I feel like it had pretty good pace. It, Much like these I baseball games this year. Yeah. For a Troy D I had story, a clock on my internal clock. I feel like uh, yeah, it, it went at a pretty decent pace. All right, uh, anything else, fellas? No. Uh, thanks again to the Pirate Nation that came out today to UBE. Once again, if you missed out or you were like, man, I wanted to get some of those Jungle Nation t-shirts, <coughs> you can pre-order them right now at piratewear.com. We have links on our social media. You can go to UBE's website. You can go to UBE's social media. We have it all linked up. Still $10. These Purple Rush t-shirts, uh, donating money to ALS. So it's, it's real simple, Troy. So, yep. I mean, it's just go ahead and get your order in. We have small to 3XL. So, uh, uh, go ahead and get it. And, and look, uh, we, we hope had, to have them where people can start picking them up or being shipped by next Friday. We had good friends that were shut out. You know, uh, uh, I've gotten multiple texts. I have a lot of buddies that weren't able to get them. Uh, Alan Thomas's wife was there to buy about 100 of them for Alan, and mm-hmm. we were sold out by the time Janet got there. So, mm-hmm. you know, the good news is now everybody can get them, and, they're, and they'll it, ship right to your house, or you can pick them up at UBE. Yeah, and good news, bad news is kind of endless. I guess we can print these shirts yeah, as I mean, long as, as popular as it, they are. As so. many the people that want them will will fulfill all these orders. So if, you know, if there's a 1,000 people that want these things, we'll print a 1,000 shirts. Yeah, we'll just so, write a bigger check to Mustache March. We'll yeah. have to start growing mustaches can i ask you guys a negative question before you leave yeah ahead, negative know. guy did we get your answer yesterday troy about the um would you rather i know i haven't asked ellerby what was the question would you rather ecu win the baseball series over north carolina or beat houston yeah hoops? you did because i gave my reason you went why. Hoops. i went hoops because yeah. that's how you know we'll play north carolina again it's baseball we you know and it wasn't a sweep it was just you know if it, at that time it could be two to one or whatever I, to beat the number one team in the nation on your home court is a once-in-a-lifetime type of deal. Ellery. I'm going basketball. Uh, I'm going baseball sweep and then uh, try to pick Houston off in the tournament when it matters to get to the NCAA tournament. Ooh, he says we're going to see Houston again. And maybe the championship. Why game. waste the win now when you can get them later? No, nah, it would be. I mean, if you're asking me to, if you're asking me to pick, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to. You go. say he lives in a fantasy world. Yes. <laughs> okay. Could you imagine that? No way. <laughs> Even I can't imagine that. Wow. Just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it. These out are trying to be contrarian contrarian what i'm just because i said basketball he doesn't want to say basketball uh all right i'd really rather win in baseball this (laughs) afternoon i think it's going to be a fun tailgate and uh, i want to win in baseball too but thanks to your negative question clip i know steven says we went over this disrespectful clipper that is the most disrespectful question ever asked in the history of Earth. Did so Alan Wooden respond to you? I have not heard crap. It's like, would you rather the commanders beat the Giants or the Eagles? One win would be nice. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's <laughs> it's take a like break. trying to pick your favorite child, you know. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's sports. Yeah, and a lot of people do have favorite childs. That's true. Who's yours? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the day. Mine is Lily. It goes back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, see you guys. All we'll, right, thanks, uh, Clipper. Talk to y'all in uh, I'll see you next, next hour. Oh, yeah, I'll check. Yeah, we'll see we'll you a, next uh, week. Talk to you next yes, hour. Yes, we'll do a tailgate report out there. Jungle first tailgate report of the year. See you out. Uh, where's uh, 23? Maybe I should ask you off there, but why not ask you on the air? Where's Stanford Steve? Uh, Stanford Steve is going to be coming in, but not till tonight. Later. Okay. He's, uh, you know, he's got to come in from L.A. Uh, Wait, we, you're not, are you courtside with Stanford Steve? <laughs> Stay tuned, Clip. I'm starting uh, yeah. to connect some dots here. Yes, I'll be sitting with him. What the? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk. We'll talk to Stanford Steve. Try to get a little um, quick interview with him, but it's not going to happen today. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's traveling right now as we speak. But uh, he is headed to Greenville, and unfortunately, I, I hate it. We talked about this earlier too. We've been awesome to have him here to take in the game tonight, and then you know lunch at Sup Dogs earlier, and then roll into the basketball tomorrow. You know how many such and such as he could have met this afternoon? Troy so, D. But uh, he, he'll be at the basketball game tomorrow. Couldn't tell you one thing about Stanford Steve yesterday. He'll be his best friend on Monday. Oh, we'll be boys. Yeah. 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 Best buddy. Yeah. What's his last name? <laughs> Steve. <laughs> his first name's Stanford. Mr. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you guys. See we'll you take guys. a timeout. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live, hour number one. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in your very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy, enjoy rather traditional camping, RV space, and also air conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunity to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncstateparks.gov. Now let's head back in to PRL. Whoops, here's Clip. Whoops. <laughs> Thank you, Shirley. Chan Man here on a Friday. <clears throat> you can order your Pirate Radio Jungle Nation t-shirt. If you go to piratewear.com right now, it is right at the top on the featured products page. Uh, so just 10 bucks and as LRB said you can order and pick it up here uh, in Greenville or uh, you can get it shipped to you Uh, the shirts that we sold earlier today uh, sold like hotcakes I don't know where that phrase came from and why hotcakes were so popular at one point I guess maybe when they were first invented people were like man we got to get one of these but maybe it's because for you know, I mean, most of the time you can get hotcakes for a fairly low price. So you can uh, you can get, get a, a lot. lot. Of, yeah. yeah, that's maybe that's the reason why. Chandler, you were there. Uh, Shirley, uh, selling like hotcakes, uh, the meaning to be sold in large numbers quickly. So when you get hotcakes, you don't just get one. Oh yeah, you get you, three, five, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Stack them up. Oh yeah. Uh, but Chandler, you saw it earlier today. And uh, you said you were just getting trampled in there, just people running all over you and uh, trying to get their $10 shirt. Yeah. Uh, making their donation. As we were taking the boxes of shirts down, literally the first thing I see is just a bunch of people lined up. And the, the whole time the line was wrapped around the bottom there. That I, I call that the main area of UBE. 
Uh, it was wrapped around the staircase the whole time, even when we sold out. Whenever we got all our shirts taken care of, there was still a line wrapped around the staircase where we had to tell people, hey, look, we're going to try to get some, you know, we're going to reorder and you're going to get your chance to get one of these shirts. It just will not be this weekend. Uh, but, yeah, they, I mean, to, we plan on being out there for like a couple of hours. Yeah. I mean, we sold out in like 30 minutes, maybe not even that. I mean, it, it just, it went quick. Um, and it was just great to see. It's a great shirt. It's a, a very special year with the number 23 in play. So uh, I think a lot of people are very excited about this baseball season, and they want to represent this year by wearing one of these cool shirts. Newton says the new shirts are really nice. Hope these are not a limited run. As Troy D. said, they're going to try to fulfill all orders. So if you want one, you can get one. Piratewear.com. Dawson uh, says, Clip, my guy. What's up, my guy? My, my guy. My guy. Happy Friday, my guy. My guy. My guy. Uh, Dawson also has a question for Chandler. Chan man, how are you feeling about all the staff pickups for our Panthers? I like don't it. answer it. Take that back. I'm taking it back. You don't know how he feels. Could be good, could be bad. Uh, we'll find out how he feels in f- at 4 o'clock when we talk to Tony Dunn. Fair? Fair. That's fair. You got to, uh, you bouncing out of here during the show at some point? Uh, I'm going to bounce around about. 4.15-ish. All right. We'll, uh, we'll have the answer to that question between 4 and 4.15 when we talk NFL. Right now, we will head out to the Pirate Radio Live line and get you ready for a packed sports weekend with Brian North, WCTI 12, joining us on the program today. Brian, how you doing, man? I am doing rather well. Clip, uh, enjoying beautiful weather, wonderful time of year, huge sports weekend, and, um, Working on some outdoor projects today. Coming off my first T-ball practice as a parent. Oh boy! Was, yeah, oh boy is all you know. Um, the, the head coach had no idea. He had all these drills set up for the kids, not realizing he's de- dealing with four-year-old knuckleheads who don't even know what T-ball is. Yeah. So they lined up to run the bases, and he told them to go, and they all sprinted opposite directions. Yeah. Well, you got to plan. You got to prepare, but those plans uh, will not come to fruition when you've got a. A bunch of youngsters running around, but that, that's fun. That's uh, that's interesting. Do you think you have uh, an athlete or two there in the household? Yeah, we're working on it. As my daughter said after the throwing portion, which is basically rolling the ball on the ground, I'm not good at this. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. You're not good yet, Michael Jordan. We're going to get you there. So, uh, so, no, she's fast. She's got some stuff. She's just she's one of those kids that lacks in confidence. If she can't get it right the first time, she doesn't want to be embarrassed. And right, we've got a a perfectionist that we've got a Michael Jordan out of her. The other one, the second one who's two years old and wanted to be a part of T-ball, no, that knucklehead, who knows? Uh, we're just going to sign her up for linebacker. And <laughs> well, Brian, I think bad news, if your daughter, if your four-year-old's not on an AAU travel team at this point, it's probably too late. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, I know. We have, I am a failure for not having specialized her already. Exactly. There's one four-year-old there who was already – signing up for scholarships for softball so yes i'm i am a complete failure in that aspect <laughs> richard williams you are not that is for sure <laughs> nope. uh but that, no that's good stuff that'll be fun so uh excited to hear uh about the budding career there of uh of little north uh brian we got a uh boy beautiful weather today uh, i guess it's not going to be that way on saturday so unfortunately no pirate baseball against the tar heels on saturday but coming up later today uh people are going to be packing clark leclerc stadium for what's always a, a big game a fun game but with this weather uh should make for a pretty uh, great environment out there 
it'll be awesome today, and it'll be awesome in Chapel Hill Sunday. It's probably good. They're going to take tomorrow off. And the cool thing about being located so close is they can pick up a midweek game later in the year when there's some other cancellations. And so it's not like they can't reschedule this thing as long as they just figure out when to do it. But um, I, I love this series. I love the, the back-and-forth nature of these uh, weekend series being so close. So, And this will be a good litmus test. You know, we'll find, I know it's real early. But, you know, it's always nice to find out how you kind of stack up against another top 10, top 15 team in the nation. Coming off a loss to Campbell, and we know how pesky, and pesky even seems like a slight. We know how good they are year in, year out uh, with the talent. And it still shocks me that Pirate fans are shocked every time it's a close game or Campbell wins because it's not like it's the first time this has ever happened. It's always a, a good game when these two teams do battle early in the year. I always expect ECU to go to Bowie's Creek and lose. I feel like they always do. I mean, that's not – no, they're a top-tier program. This state is loaded full of, of really good college baseball teams. Yeah. And it, baseball is a great equalizer with a limited number of scholarships and the opportunities. That's why there's so many good teams around here. There's so much good talent. And so uh, we see that bear out with uh, all the great college teams we have. And Campbell's right there. I mean, they, they really have a great program going. And I love the Eastern North Carolina connection of – Jim Perry Stadium, named after uh, Gaylord's brother who uh, grew up in Williamston. So a lot of cool connections there as well. Looking forward to uh, some good baseball this weekend as East Carolina takes on the North Carolina Tar Heels. Saturday night in Menjis, you got the number one team rolling into town, Brian. And uh, this will be the first time ever. Cy Seymour brought up a Frank McGuire coach South Carolina team. And I've seen some people talking about that and, and when they came I don't think the polls are exactly what they were today, so they might have been number one in a poll, but this will be uh, the first time, I guess, an AP number one team has ever come into Menji's Coliseum. I was looking at history, ECU versus number one, and uh, the Pirates, I think Mike Steele era, suffered some beatdowns to Duke, and previous to that, it was NC State uh, in the 70s taking it to uh, ECU. So first first time the Pirates could beat a number one could happen on Saturday night, but going to be tough against Kelvin Sampson's team. Don't put the fashion in the way of tickets, right? So this is going to be a, a, a big deal for uh, Kelvin Sampson coming back to his native North Carolina. And for ECU, you want to create as much excitement as you can in Midgets Coliseum. What was Marquette ranked when they when they beat Dwayne Wade? Uh, the, I think they were nine one year and then maybe like okay. 13 one year, something like that. Okay. All right. So, look. Which, by the way, those are two of the four wins ECU has against top 25 opponents like ever since I think 1960 I saw they beat Northeastern like in the 80s when Northeastern was ranked in the teens uh they beat Marquette back-to-back times in Menjis and then the game that nobody saw live uh against Houston a couple years ago when they were number five in the country right 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 so yeah so and, and that's when I when I saw that about Houston coming in, I was like, well, there's no way they're taking them lightly. And I know the players aren't the same, but uh, they'll be reminded real quick of how a team just a few years ago from Houston lost at ECU. So I don't think this, this will be in and be complacent deal for Houston. ECU's going to have to play great basketball to get uh, the upset victory. Pirates coming off a win, uh, 62-60 over Tulsa. Uh, 63-60, I think. It was uh, it was ugly. It was uh, yeah. an ugly two-point road win, but it was a road win, Brian. We sit here yeah. on Fridays and talk about how difficult that is year in, year out. And you just uh, you, you try to... <laughs> I try to get excited about what Mike Schwartz is doing. I like him a lot. I think he is uh, 
a great young coach and it's going to get even better and better but it's just a, a matter of and, and we talk about it you know can you keep these guys here can you you're going to add to the roster can you keep what you got here and, and that's kind of the question right now but if and that's a huge if he can do that uh i am kind of excited you got some new teams coming in the conference and uh you, you're you're picking up you got five wins now in the league it's a reason to to think there is some light at the end of the tunnel here and you're losing some of the big heavyweights. It makes it a little bit more of a conference to compete in. But, look, what, here's what I, I haven't even met Mike Schwartz yet. Being now in the mornings, I don't get the opportunities. But here's what I like so far. I know a couple of guys have received commitments from a couple of guys of east of I-95. The last time that happened, I think it was Bill Harry. And it's been a long time since we've had uh, some recruitable guys uh, from this part of the state actually go to ECU. So, that tells me maybe he's getting a little bit more than some coaches in the past. Yeah, and uh, that'll get uh, fans in the stands. Speaking of young ta- uh, local talent, Brian went to uh, the women's game. Unfortunately, had to leave early on Wednesday night, so I missed the comeback and the three overtimes, but yeah. saw enough that um, well, was very entertained out there watching uh, local talent Amaya Joyner, but really all the pieces that Coach Kim McNeil has put together, picked last in the conference uh, going into it, just picked up their 20th win. Uh, they're going to be their second or third in the conference this year, so uh, you want to talk about a, a building and, and turning things around, uh, Kim McNeil has certainly done that in her fourth season here. And brought enthusiasm with it, right? I mean, you see their post-game celebrations. You see her post-game interviews. She is certainly incredible in bringing that passion, and that's what you need when you're trying to really jumpstart a program that has had its ups and downs through the years but really hasn't had the, the entertainment it factor to try to get fans in, in the stands. Uh, but now it seems there. And then you recruit Amaya Joyner from right down the road at Farmville Central. You have two top 100 recruits on your roster which almost never happens and that starts creating these opportunities and all of a sudden fans start filtering in a little bit more uh this excitement continues to, continues to build some more and so no they've got the right blueprint for success right now they seem to be building now can you continue that can you get to be a top 25 program which in women's basketball you can be a top 25 program that's not as difficult to break into as on the men's side but the difference between 25 and then 20 and 15 and 10 that becomes uh, bigger hurdles to jump. But I like the direction they're going right now. And, again, can they keep that recruiting going? Can they keep continuing uh, to pull out the exciting wins like they've been doing? But so far, so good. Uh, they're on the right path for entertainment purposes, and that's a good thing when building a program. Talking to Brian North, joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line. Brian, looking at the ACC this weekend, uh, North Carolina, I, I guess on life support, they're still going to have a lot of work to do, but they just got by Notre Dame, had to come back. I think they had 18 points at halftime the other night, Brian. It was brutal, uh, but came back and, and beat Notre Dame. They host Virginia. Uh, this could go a long way. Virginia, by the way, coming off a head-scratcher to BC earlier this week. So, uh, Virginia coming off a loss. North Carolina coming off a win. That'll be Saturday at 6 o'clock. And our weekly check-in on uh, Terquavion Smith and the Wolfpack. Um, a big uh, stretch there at the end of the game against North Carolina. They beat Wake Forest earlier this week. They host Clemson coming up uh on saturday and uh clemson 20 and 8 12 and 5 uh, you know had, have kind of fallen a little bit since their great start yep. to the acc but uh here is nc state and uh looking good right now as they head into march huge game with clemson uh the winner of this one will have the upper hand to get that fourth seed in the acc tournament which means you get a double buy fifth seed is not so that's a 
that's a real big one, an interesting game there uh, going on between Clemson and NC State at noon tomorrow. So, um, And State's been bouncing back, right? We keep waiting for them to stack losses, and they haven't done that. They've been doing pretty well. But that's a huge game with Clemson. UVA is interesting now. They're young. So uh, that freshman class, I think, that, that traveled to Boston College, you usually can pencil in a loss or two like that when you have a freshman-dominated team. And so for UVA, um, I think maybe that's what happened. But now they have to hit the road again. And North Carolina, everybody thinks they're going to flip the switch. I just They got hot at the right time last year. Uh, they better get hot quick here because um, you're starting to feel like maybe that senior dominant class uh, is kind of maybe they're not even believing at this point. Yeah. I keep hearing in these post-game interviews, and all of a sudden now we're down to the final few games, and, and I'm not sure they're even believing they can flip the switch like they did last year. I can't remember who told me that. I said they went to a – a game recently and you know body language is a tough thing you don't know if you're what you're you think you're reading is accurate or not but they said they went through the starting lineups and kind of barely gave fives and just kind of stood there you just said there was like no energy and i don't know you've heard a lot of stuff like that when it comes to north carolina no chemistry no energy no real want to uh so and when you talk about flipping a switch brian if it if it's basketball, that's one thing. Maybe your shots will start to go in. But if you combine that with maybe, uh, I don't know, just uh, kind of ready to play out the string here, that, that's a, a switch you probably can't flip here this late in the year. Right. The only thing that could be to their benefit, somehow they get a win against UVA, kind of ignite that spark. It's yeah. kind of like they can do it again. And, and maybe they start realizing this is their last shot at it and uh, need to make a run, and they, and they start bottling some that, that magic. But ultimately it comes down to shooting for North Carolina. They've got to be able to shoot the ball better, more consistently. That's what they did in that hot stretch last year. They just haven't been able to find that consistent stroke from long range combined with the inside game. And so it's like they struggle to find their identity, but it's been their long-range shooting that's been their Achilles heel this year. Brian North joining us. Brian, uh, in other news, Keaton Mitchell uh, selected in the USFL draft. I feel like I've spent most of this week trying to explain to people that he's not foregoing an nfl career this is not his ultimate goal he was selected by the new orleans breakers and if um he does not get drafted doesn't get a free agent deal he likes and decides to to go play in the usfl he certainly has that as an option now and uh will get paid to play football um but uh what'd you think of that and and you know it's interesting i read an article with moose johnston who's involved in the league and another uh, one of the executives and they said that you know this is the first time since they've come back with the usfl that they're having a college player draft so it's an inexact science they're kind of taking a risk they might be drafting a guy that'll never show up but that's the risk they're taking so kind of an interesting deal we'll see how uh, it all factors in with keaton mitchell if you're an old person like me, you remember the first time the USFL did this, and they went after all those guys, those stars. And uh, who was it, Brian? Uh, was a Herschel Walker? Was one of them? Herschel Walker. Yeah, yeah. Was, ended up taking the big money from the USFL instead. So, you know, there's precedence for it. If you offer somebody enough money, they'll usually chase that more than they will chase uh, where they can play their best football. So, look for Keaton. It's great to have options. Yeah. Right? I mean, size is going to be a big uh, question mark with him going into the NFL, and whether he can. Uh, withstand the, the the hits of the NFL, and I mean, we know he's got the speed. We know he's got, he's got the intellectual ability, and so it's just a matter of will somebody give him a shot, and then what is that shot? Is he just going to be a third down back slot receiver? 
what is it they're going to do with him in the NFL uh, where he can be most effective and make the most money. So uh, somebody in the USFL can offer him more money, give him more playing time, and increase his stock even more to jump to the NFL in the future. That is always an option that uh, guys can consider now between that and the XFL. Talking sports, Brian North on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Brian, we saw the uh, the normal number of mayhem uh, at the end of the Daytona 500 last week. Ricky Stenhouse surviving and, uh, and getting the win. And uh, we now move on let's see where are they this weekend brian they will be out in california auto club speedway coming up 3 30 on sunday uh do you, do you watch any of the 500 did you watch the end uh, anything stand out to you so i watched the last 20 laps which is what i usually do for the daytona 500 because you know they're gonna be safe along a, a lot of the way but when you get to the end it's wreckers or checkers right so uh as my buddy likes to call him wrecky stenhouse yeah uh this wreck this time he actually uh was able to stay above it and it's just interesting when they decided to throw the caution because logano had the lead when it uh the crash first happened and then all of a sudden uh ricky went low and was able to uh to get the victory and i'm mad because i picked joey to win it so that uh that's just a, my own personal argument with it but it's always cool to see guys who have not had a lot of success and uh, maybe now he can get the moniker of mr danica patrick away from him for that was the only thing he was really known for was dating her but uh, he's had a, a fun week of celebrating, and it's always curious to see what kind of hangover that the Daytona 500 champ has, especially now you have to go all the way to the West Coast to race in Fontana. So, uh, but, you know, interesting race. I, I would have rather had the race to the checkered flag instead of the finishing uh, under the caution flag like it did. But um, overall, it, it was typical Daytona and with a surprise winner and uh, restrictor plate racing. It uh, all kind of fits the bill of what you expect when you watch the 500. I had Chase Elliott uh, and Ryan Blaney. Chase's day ended about halfway through. Blaney's pretty much ended in the same wreck. He came back and then I think had more damage. So that's uh, the risk you take when trying to pick a winner in the Daytona 500. They'll be out in California coming up this Sunday. Brian, uh, let's see. T-ball practice done. So uh, what else is on the docket for this weekend? Um, avoid the bad weather. Still got some outdoor work to do. Some uh, house projects going on. Um, yeah, real, and maybe just try to catch some of this. Uh, you know, we've got third round of the high school basketball playoffs going on. Yeah. Where we've got, uh, you know, obviously we talk college baseball and college basketball, but no, it's going to be a fun weekend with uh, a lot of stuff going on. So I will be trying to uh, catch some of it while also doing the family duty. Oh yeah, Brian North, WCTI twelve, joining us today, getting you ready for a busy sports weekend. Brian, thanks for joining us, man. We'll uh, talk to you again soon. All right, Clipper, enjoy yourself with all the cool stuff going on at ECU this weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Brian. Uh, looking forward to being in Minji Saturday night. Kind of bummed. Uh, won't be on the stick uh, tomorrow for an ECU baseball game, but hopefully the Pirates and Tar Heels can uh, play that makeup game later this year. They will be throwing out the first pitch about an hour and 15 minutes from now out at clark leclerc stadium for game one game three uh or game two which was supposed to be game three coming up sunday at one o'clock in chapel hill let's take a break we'll come back when we return we'll take a look at the buccaneer music hall scoreboard and tell you what's going on with ecu softball as they are in action as we speak we'll take a look at that when we return on pirate radio live back with you after this
listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The Dickinson Avenue Public House is a lively and diverse restaurant in Greenville that uses fresh and local ingredients and with influences of Creole, Asian, and upscale Southern cuisine, the Dickinson Avenue Public House offers a seasonally rotating menu and a full-service bar with rotating craft brews on tap. Come to the intersection of 8th and Dickinson and enjoy Dollar Oysters uh, Tuesday through Thursday from 5.30 to 7. For more details, check out daphousenc.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you on Power Radio Live. And, Shirley, uh, you were yelling at the computer not that <laughs> long ago as ECU was trailing Radford in softball but that score has flipped and uh looks like the pirates in the lead right now yeah they uh came back and scored uh two runs and uh they actually have now scored two more so they've doubled up the score 42 is your score heading into the third uh the top of the third inning they split with bucknell yesterday so right now nine and three are the softball pirates as they take on radford right now they'll uh, play another game coming up at 5 30 this afternoon so a double header here on this friday we'll keep you up to date on that score right here on the buccaneer buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dubuck dubuck all right um let's uh i got some trivia for you bring it on and we're gonna go back and forth ladies first so shirley will go first all y'all have to do is tell me what division one basketball team in the state of north carolina has the most wins this year shirley you guess first um i am going to go with oh wait for us no channel you say men's basketball yes uh let's go i'm gonna go i'm gonna go smaller school would i be going in the right track there? name a school no uh <laughs> i'm ready to say no davidson no unc wilmington no how about Pfeiffer University? No. UNC Pembroke? Barton. No, they're not D1. <laughs> um, <laughs> NC State? Nah. State. State. Um, it's not Carolina. No. Not Duke. Nope. Um, now it just comes down to how many schools in North Carolina can you name? D1. Who have basketball. you not said? Elon. Nah. Western Carolina? No. Nah. Appalachian State. No. UNC Charlotte. Oh. No. I don't know. <laughs> Come Hell, on. We've run that out. No, you got to do it. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> uh, this let's is fun. see here. Let's uh, go. Nobody's guessed ECU. I'm just throwing that out there. ECU. ECU. No. Damn. Uh, Who's left? Man. Who do we have left? Uh, USCG? No. Am I close? Yeah. You see Pembroke? No. no. <laughs> I don't know. UNC Asheville. Yes. That game went exactly how I wanted it to go. UNC Asheville. Maybe the final school you didn't name. Campbell might still be out there. Um, but there you go. UNC Asheville. I saw that tweet earlier today. Uh, in the state of North Carolina, they have the most wins this season. Wow. How many? About that. I want to say 19. That sound right to you? But uh, I found that interesting. You could win uh, a bar bet with that one, I would imagine. Let me see if I can pull it up. What is their mascot? 
They're the uh, Bulldogs. Hmm. Uh, Big South. UNC Asheville Bulldogs. Oh, I'm sorry. They have 23 wins. 23 and 7. So uh, 15 and 2 in league play. I was going to say, because I think State has 20. State. Okay. Yeah. 23 and 7 are the UNC Asheville Bulldogs. All right. uh, Let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Jack Dover, you are correct. Asheville is the answer. Well done, sir. Uh, Tony Dunn, CarolinaCatChronicles.com, will join us inside the Pirate Radio studios. We'll talk about what went down this week in the NFL. And we'll answer Dawson's question he had for Chandler. I'll let Tony and Chandler give their thoughts as the Panthers have closed out uh, and finalized their staff, I believe. So we'll talk about that. And more coming up, Pirate Radio Live Hour 2 is on the way after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Chrissy's Euro Pub is the perfect place to relax, grab a bite, and enjoy a drink. And located in the heart of Greenville and just a few blocks from ECU's campus, Christie's offers lunch, dinner, and late night with live music every Sunday. Come and have lunch Monday through Friday from 11 to 3 or Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 4. For the latest information, check Christie's out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or, or Christie'sEuropub.com. Scratch cooking takes time, so relax and enjoy a pint today at Christie's Europub. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday, free beer Friday coming up. In hour number three of today's program, Pirate Baseball taking on North Carolina at 5 o'clock. So we'll keep you up to date on that and what's going on with Pirate Softball. Last check up 4-2. to two. Still the same, Shirley. That is the score. Pirates lead Radford on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. All right. Uh, Tony Dunn is here. C3 Podcast joining us on a football Friday. Tony, good to see you again. How you doing? I. I I am wonderful. After four weeks in the dark, I have emerged yeah, like Aaron so Rodgers. How was the ayahuasca? <laughs> uh, terrifying. Which, by the way, I guess um, Aaron Rodgers has returned from his retreat. Yeah. Uh, he was in an Oregon facility. Uh, has he spoken with anyone? They say he was about to speak with the Jets. Did he, <laughs> did he see his shadow? <laughs> How can you see your shadow in the dark? Four more months of Aaron Rodgers drama, they confirmed after oh, he yes, exited. Yes. Uh, so, all right, we'll touch on that perhaps. All but right. uh, we got to answer a question from Dawson because Chandler's got to roll out here in a few minutes. Um, he asked about the Panthers staff, his feelings on it. I'm looking at their staff, and I'm counting all the people on this staff that I've seen play NFL football. Oh, and Frank okay. Reich is one. Sean Jefferson is two. Josh McCown is three. Deuce Staley is four. D'Angelo Hall is five. And that is uh, that I know of. There might be some What more. about the Krugler guy? That sounds like somebody we've seen. Robert Krugler. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. so. I don't know. Uh, sounds like a football name. I also saw that Jim Caldwell is on the staff. Yes. He's like a... 
in an advisory role? Senior assistant, yeah. Jim Caldwell. That's a guy that you wanted, perhaps, as a head coach. Man, this is like the best scenario for me. And I've been saying it from the beginning. I would have been happy with Caldwell and then Reich as his offensive coordinator. Or you said Reich. Reich you, wasn't it Reich is uh, White Caldwell? Yeah. Caldwell was Black Reich. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now they got both. I know. I mean, it's the best of both worlds, as Jay-Z said. And on top of that, they uh, Jim Caldwell did his press conference, and he he probably is the smartest guy in the room. He is brilliant sounding. He's just so even kill. Well, that's like why we used to kind of make fun of him. Yeah. Like, he won a lot with the lines, especially for their standards, but would always have that face as if you couldn't tell if they were – tied up 40 down 40 it was the same exact face every time he's awesome nah man like this is the complete 180 of what we just had and we did so many shows and i and you know i don't i guess it's like maybe this is a pat on my own back moment but we did so many shows about the main concern being uh matt rule his entire staff just like lacking nfl well, Tony, I remember year one of Matt Rule. That was a concern, I remember, for you. And then I feel like he made some firings and brought in at least a few more guys with NFL experience going into year two, right? Yeah. But still, not enough. Did he only do two seasons? Is that all we got? I think so. Okay. One Teddy right? Bridgewater. Yeah, one Teddy Bridgewater, one Sam Darnold. That's it. Uh, no. Well, what about Baker? So was it three oh, years? Yeah. Okay. So I think so. Yeah. Maybe it was after year two, going yeah. into year three. Yeah. That he brought. That's where we got the experience. And one of the things too, I said, was not the concern is some of the current concern was a college coach coming to the NFL, but it's the entire staff was college coaches yeah. in the yeah. NFL. Right. And what I what I wanted more was balance, like uh, how Sean McVay had where he brought in um wade phillips yes yeah. and now i think if you look at our staff right here it's a fantastic blend of old hats and young energy from deuce staley to uh jiro evero who everybody in the world loves uh and now you got jim caldwell dom capers and is like uh evero's right hand man and uh, how can you not be excited when your right-hand man, your mentor, has better hair than you do? The hair, man, stole the show this week. It's Dom better Capers than when hair. he was uh, the coach. It is so perfectly lined. and <laughs> He got the chalk. <laughs> it is. All right, Chandler, what's your take on the Panthers coaching staff? Are you as excited as Tony is? And why does D'Angelo Hall have a really little logo compared to everybody else on his shirt? That is a good question. I was actually going to ask if you mentioned D'Angelo Hall and those former players that you've seen play. But, and the answer to that would be yes. Um, oh, the reason being is because that's not a real picture. That's a they, Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. Because look at the. He's background. got a white background. He got high. He got hired. He was like one of the last hires. Fake. All Fake. I have to say is, I fear God, homie. Do you know what that's a reference to? No. Uh, Dean DeAndre Hopkins breaking D'Angelo Hall's ankle. Don't touch me, bro. And uh, that was a training. It was a, it's a cool video. Right. We'll pull it up during the break. I remember. Uh, but, well, I don't remember the words, but I remember that event. Yes. I, I'm really excited about this staff that Frank Reich's put together, and I, I guess I'm just more excited about the experience all combined throughout this staff. I mean, 
you guys mentioned it a while ago, but Matt Rule just kind of brought all his guys from college and there wasn't really any NFL experience on that staff. And Snow, was that the guy, the, what, defensive coordinator? Yeah, but he was all college yeah. still. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm, all, I'm excited about these new guys that he's brought in. I'm more excited that he kept some guys that we really liked on last year's staff. James Campen will be retained. Uh, Chris Tabor, the special teams coordinator. So I was really excited to see those guys come back. But, I mean, you got a, re- you got a lot of experience, but you also got a lot of young guys. I mean, Thomas, uh, Thomas Brown – uh, is a young guy. He looks super young in his uh, profile picture. Yeah, and Ijiro Evero, he he's young. Um, and then you've got the old heads like Dom Capers and Jim Caldwell to come in here and kind of help kind of groom these coaches along and to um, answer any questions that they might have uh, as they go along in their in their uh, in this upcoming season. So uh, I guess the, the Deuce Staley, I listened to him the other day, him and – uh, David Newton's already gone back and forth. Have they? Da- da- well, David Newton said, asked him about, are you going to commute to Columbia for, for now or whatever? And Deuce was basically like, you got the car? You got the gas money? And Oh, uh, God. Yeah, so it was fun. Oh, God. But Deuce Poor David. Did, well, David. Deuce is already missing out on talking junk to Aaron Glenn every day, so he's got to find somebody to talk junk to. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all watched Hard Knocks last year. Yeah. Deuce and Glenn went back to, and forth. That was so fun to I watch. I had to go back and watch uh, Deuce Daly's um, press conference. And you know you know what I'm most excited about, Chairman, is if things go sideways, we could just put Josh McCown in and D'Angelo Hall. Yes. I mean, like Dante Jackson goes down. D'Angelo, get in there. Yeah, I mean, and we're just, I feel like. You kind of joke. About, I could see McCown, like, throwing a <laughs> touchdown and two picks oh, like, so, this week. Man, like Sam Darnold. If you need it. Yeah. I mean, and Josh McCown was going to be the guy that I, I mean, the most unique hire maybe was Josh McCown. But he's the guy that I believe has been looked at as a head coach. I know. He, his name randomly popped up with the Texans, Texans. right? And yeah. then they got shamed yeah the uh, texans got shamed out of that decision last year and then said oh man we we better probably hire some minority coaches i know the best policy is to not look at the internet hysteria when announcements are made when <laughs> things are out but do you think sometimes teams or organizations just kind of put something out there and just see what it would be like what would the, what would people say about this and then they look at it and say, and okay. they say, here's $235 million fully guaranteed to Sean Watson. Right. Yes. Um, but looking at the staff, I might leave some guys out, but you just we just mentioned Josh McCown. He was looked at as a head coaching candidate. Thomas Brown was looked at as a head coaching candidate. Uh, Ejo Evero was looked at as a head coaching candidate. Jim Caldwell just this past offseason, even for the Panthers, was a head coaching consideration. Uh, and apparently Jim Caldwell is a coach that a lot of guys, a lot of people wanted on their staff in, in whatever role. And Frank Wright was able to go out and get him to be the, I guess, senior assistant to the uh, head coach. So, Do you I'm, remember uh, Sean Jefferson at all, Tony? I remember when uh, our mutual play for the Rams. Our our mutual friend uh, Daniel was a Bledsoe era Patriots fan. Uh, He was on those teams. I I want to say his son is Vance Jefferson. Yes, it is. It is. And uh, Parks Frazier, who is our passing game coordinator, he's what seventeen years old. Yeah, (laughs) he is married to. He's cool connection here. Yeah, Caroline Can, who was the former Panthers Reporter. uh, reporter, who all the guys are in love with. Uh, but the cool part about this is uh, there's like a welcome home or something tweet or whatever. And guess who officiated their wedding? Frank Reich. Frank Reich. It is a very good NFL staff. I, you described it as a lot of young energy with veterans, but also 
the Panthers being a smaller market team, it does have a homey feel to it with Deuce being a South Carolina boy. Capers. Frank Reich and his family being there. Yeah. Dom Capers coming home. Jim Caldwell. Josh McCown has a home in Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. So Jim they've kind Caldwell's of, entire family lives in North Carolina because from the days that he was Wake Forest head coach. I think, Pan, I mean, you Panthers fans probably like that, right? Kind of the, it, it's a big deal with the Hurricanes. Not that any of their players are around here, but it really does feel like kind of raleigh's small team so to speak and the panthers are not new york or no we're not but it's starting to you you gotta wonder if north carolina is becoming and not just the charlotte and the carolina panthers but north carolina's estate is becoming more and more of a destination for people as they you know we've heard of the yankees moving to florida but they've been creeping back up and north carolina is an attractive place it's got the beach it's got the mountains um, and we're growing in Charlotte's a wonderful city. And I really think this uh, starts with Frank Reich, that this shows that how much um, respect he garners across the league. They asked Jim Caldwell to speak on some reasons beyond um, his relationship with Frank Reich of why he came to Carolina. And he said, really, there isn't anything more than that, is that uh, – like that's why I'm here is because of my respect for Frank Reich. We've worked together before in the past, and then he did move on to like his family lives here, and it's just easier. But Frank Reich is he's known, and this is the again. I hate to keep going back to Rat Mule. Um, that's our our name for him. If you should have seen him on uh, Madden the first year because they didn't uh. take his real picture, so it was just like this awful <laughs> picture. Um, but uh, Matt Rule is just, he just didn't have the connections in the league, you know, to reach into it. So, And not only in the past three or four years has the success and maybe just the franchise and whole as a whole been, you know, broken up and stuff, but the culture of the Carolina Panthers has been broken up. And I think that getting all these North Carolina slash Charlotte connections can. I mean, bringing—I mean, starting from the top, Frank Reich, who was the first ever quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. I think that can bring back and kind of reform a culture. These guys yeah. are super accomplished too. They're not just—you know—one of the things that Reich—he's he's been really good in his press conferences. But he, like for instance, when he talked about Dom Capers coming with Ajiro, he said this isn't a sentimental hire. As Dom Capers is great at his job, he's accomplished at this. These guys have, I mean, if you look at Caldwell, he's the only the second coach in NFL history to go uh, 12 straight wins in his rookie season as a coach. Frank Reich reeled off 12 straight wins, even though, albeit it was after starting, you know, poorly in the beginning of his rookie year. They have Super Bowls all down the list. These guys, I believe, and this uh, Chandler, I, I talked about this on the podcast, is I'm willing to say right now that the Panthers will get back-to-back win, uh, winning seasons under Frank Reich's tenure at some point. Like, it's finally Which hasn't happen. been done. Ever. Ever? That's Never crazy. happened. Uh, Kenny says all this for the Panthers to finish third in the South this year. All right, says Kenny, the all Cowboys right. fan that says this is our year every no. year and they don't even... I'd love to hear... I'd love to hear actually why anyone could even argue that at this point because if you look across the entire nfc south yeah 
best coaching staff, most accomplished coaching staff. You could take, man, we could take Frank Reich out and put Jim Caldwell in. We still got the best co- coaching staff. No one has a quarterback. I know. Not it, a single person no. has a quarterback. Uh, literally, the Bucks have one, and it's Kyle Trask, who I was told uh, by somebody that, uh, on Wednesday night at Trivia, he got zero snaps. He didn't even dress at all last year, except for the preseason. So I'm he looking, basically don't have a quarterback. I don't see divisional odds yet, but I'm looking at Super Bowl odds. Saints are plus 3,000. Panthers are plus 5,000. And then the Falcons and Bucks are near the bottom at plus 8,000. Basically to say, none of these teams are going to set the world on fire, but it is wide open. And the Panthers have more hope than maybe anyone in that division right now. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to come down to see who... uh I guess maybe if the Saints somehow get Derek Carr, you could say they could be pretty good. But Dennis Allen is stunk as a coach in the NFL. Come on. Like, I mean, this is right away this team has has been more legitimate. I have less concern or I'm more at ease with this coaching staff than I have ever been with the Carolina Panthers coaching staff. And I liked Ron Rivera. I liked John Fox. But if you look across the board, these guys are more accomplished than they are. Tony Dunn, C3 Podcast, joining us. Chandler, you got to roll out for a minute. We'll let you roll out. We'll take a break, come back, talk more NFL news and notes here on a Friday. Talk a little draft. See what the uh, conversation's been on the C3 Podcast amongst Panthers fans as we get into combine season, pre-draft stuff. Yeah, all that. All our favorite stuff. All right, we'll uh, take a break, come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live, hour two after this. listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by country mart country mart is open every day and has two locations in bethel on highway 11 and in stokes and highway 903 country mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline now back to the show Welcome back. For the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner, be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. You can join the over 61,000 followers today. And as we head back into the show, a quick Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard update. Radford has tacked on a run, so now East Carolina's lead is down to one. It's 4-3 to three in the top of the fourth. Bottom of the fourth, I should say. Thank you for that, Shirley Rhodes, on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. Game one of a doubleheader for the Pirates and the Radford. Highlanders. Highlanders. That's interesting. I say Highlanders because I'm country, I guess. Highlanders. Shirley double-dipping here uh, with Chandler out. He'll be back here shortly. Tony Dunn, C3 Podcast, hanging out inside the Pirate Radio Studios on a Friday a lot of Russell Wilson stuff going around. Yeah. And this is one of those things where I don't know if any quotes have been attributed to anyone. Um, but there's a story out, came out today in The Athletic, that said Russell Wilson was pushing to have uh, Pete Carroll fired as the coach of the Seahawks before Wilson's uh, departure from Seattle to Denver. Uh, According to the report, Wilson asked Seahawks ownership in February of 2022 
to fire Carroll and the GM, John Schneider, um, with the hope that the team would hire Sean Payton. So I guess if you start connecting dots, well, guess who Wilson's coach is now? Sean Payton. Um, of course, so Russell Wilson. So was that Wilson. his plan the whole time? Is that like why he stunk this year? He's like, <laughs> he he tanked for Payton? Yeah. He threw a why that we could not explain why Russell Wilson was playing so bad. Now I think we just figured it out. Russell Wilson has denied all this. He said I never wanted them fired. Yeah, all any of us wanted to do was win. I'll always have respect for them, love for Seattle, blah blah blah. A lawyer for Wilson uh disputed that this was entirely fabricated. So a lawyer. Yeah, I don't know why lawyers are involved in this. Um <laughs> but this is one of those things, Tony, where, I mean, anybody – and I guess the athletic is going to – you'd like to think they're going to run with it if they think it's reputable. But then again, they could just run with it because everybody's Anybody talking about it. Anybody says it. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's fine. I mean, that's kind of what the internet does. That's yeah. what the news does. And uh, the thing is, is I'm starting to wonder, is Russell Wilson a bad guy? Like a like – a, um, like an anti-hero not even he certainly like a, comes a, off as a good guy right, but first, is he one of those like too good to be true yeah like are we start the wrong way we thought he was perfect for so long yeah. and you know he was the real christian vibe um i used to i mean when we were uh playing those games that were 15 to 12 oh, the yeah. seahawks versus the panthers it was just he would throw up these prayers and they'd be answered by jesus at the end of the game uh but my favorite story of the week when it comes to russell wilson is seahawks uh, Tariq Woolen, who said that he looks like he's in shape uh, when you look at him on the camera. Yeah. But in the locker room, he's just a big sack of potatoes. Yikes. And like, yeah. Uh, so was that, was that said in jest or was that a slight? You know what I mean? Oh, no, I, it was in jest. He wasn't oh, okay. being real mean about yeah, it. Okay. He was not. He was. He went on a podcast and said oh, it. Yeah. So, and it was like he was, it was lighthearted, but it's, but it was honest. Yeah. Uh, so that was great. You were mentioning uh, the all the subscribers you guys get. Go ahead and, you know, smash the thumbs up button. For yeah. This. And by the way, go to the C3 Panthers podcast yeah. and subscribe because we are five subscribers away from 5,000. Wow. That's awesome. And we have been working so hard to get to that number. It feels like Mount Everest at times. Um, but we're keep Let's plugging away. Do it right now, folks. Head over get to... Get us over the hump. What do you type in on YouTube? C3? C3? Panthers. Simple podcast. as that? Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Uh, Tony, are y'all mocking yet on your podcast? I'm not. You don't want to mock too early. You get burned out. <laughs> I feel like, uh, yeah, they're mocking me at this point. <laughs> uh, I Yeah, there's a, another Panthers podcast, on, and they're at mock 15.0. Oh, boy. Here 15.0. And I'm like this. Do you not? You don't have to put the point oh if you're just doing one, two, three, four. Sure. I feel like the you point. You one point one, one point two, but it's fifteen point oh. I was like, man, fifteen mocks already, and we haven't even had the combine. No, we're running a segment on the C three Panthers podcast called "Convince Me to Care," where uh, my co-host, who likes the NFL draft, likes the combine, tries to convince me to care about these draft picks going forward. And it's been a fun little bit, you know, good cop, bad cop at this point, but. The combine starts next week. Yeah, it'll start on Tuesday. I'm looking at the the NFL dates on the calendar, stuff we're looking forward to. So the 28th of February, last day of February, combine begins in Indianapolis. We'll be keeping an eye on Keaton Mitchell and uh, C.J. Johnson as well. Oh, man, he's already taken. 
<laughs> he's taken off this week. He is taken. Yeah. That dummy. Yeah. USFL. I love him. Uh, uh, Thursday, I think, defensive ends. That's where I'll be tuning in. Thursday, defensive ends. Um, maybe wide receivers. I know, and Saturday is quarterbacks. These are things you're interested in watching. Yeah, I'm going to watch the quarterbacks because we're going to want to. Yeah. I, I have a – look, I don't uh, act like I know anything when it comes to football. I just have fun watching it. But um, every year it feels like there's one of these quarterbacks that soars, like up the mm-hmm. – you know, that everybody gets behind. I think this year if I had to, like, put some money on it, it would be Richardson and yeah. Levis are the two yep. names that I think are going to – Because your obvious ones are Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. As like one two, two one two however you want to rank them, but I've watched a lot of shows and they kind of they're they're football sports shows but also gambling shows so they're always looking for an edge and there's a lot of hey take a flyer on Richardson first overall or Levis you first know, overall it kind of has a f- uh, feel to it like um, that Baker Mayfield draft where he came out of nowhere and went number one sam darnold that year but it almost gets to this point where it's like it's hard to be the number one guy too early yep so bryce young was the number one guy well from the beginning remember tank for tua a few years ago yeah it ended up being burrow yeah uh fields going into a couple of years ago into his senior season like everybody's like oh this guy's a consensus number one and then by the time the draft comes around everybody else has you know climbed so being that i feel like sam howell i don't know if he was number one but he he had a lot of heisman hype and ended up being just a late pick yeah, Washington. yeah. So. and so i'm kind of wondering does and this is like my hot take and everybody roasts me for it right now is that bryce young slips because they start really looking at his size they see man he's undersized he's 185 pounds and that alabama tape just seems so far away in the past at this point and then you're going to look at these darlings. Somebody's going to come out there. AR is going to come out there and do one of those crazy throwing 70 yards on the run and then run, run a, a good 440. Yeah, and then Levis is going to just be throwing missiles down the field. I heard he's a good athlete, too. Yeah. And he's going to rise Impress. up after he's in shorts so next week. what happens if Bryce Young slips? I think it could happen. Is it, are you hot, are hot you trying take. to hope this? In, is this a take or a hope? It's a hope hot take. <laughs> a hot hope. <laughs> hot hope. Uh, other dates to keep an eye on March 7th. Uh, deadline for clubs to designate franchise or transition players. Uh, let's see. March 7th, college pro days begin. Ooh. Uh, so you'll have that. Ooh, are we gonna, is, is Keith Mitchell going to do one here? Uh, yeah. I don't see oh, why he would. Can we go? Can you take? Can I be your plus one? Club? Yeah, you've gone before. You I have right out there. Um, that's a good question, though. I'm sure he'll do some things, but if he has good times at the combine, he might say, "I'm not going to do those again." What's the point? So he is very, very fast. Very fast. Very, very fast. But we're, I mean, we all just want to get to free agency. That's the most fun. Middle of March. Three days. Yeah. Oh my goodness! It's such a great three days, and now. We don't even have the leaks anymore because they can pre-negotiate in a day. So you just get the news. So it's going to be a great time. And I wonder, you know, I kind of, do you have any free agents, free agent hopes? I have not even, I haven't even looked at it, okay. to be honest with you. How about yourself? I have one, uh, Jimmy Ward. 
Okay. Uh, you know, good safety, played safety for the 49ers. Not this past year. He played nickel corner after coming off an injury. He is 30 or 31, so a little older. And then the, is it Chauncey Gardner? Mm-hmm. I think he would be fine. I've always just – I just we haven't had a rangy safety in a while, so that's kind of what I'm looking at. I don't want the – I mean, the quarterbacks are too expensive. Yeah. You know, I'm not really interested in that. And I'm not – like, I would be more excited if we got – is it Chauncey Gardner? Because I feel like I'm always going to get him mixed up with Sauce Gardner now. Yeah, you're talking yeah. about the guy from the Saints, from the Saints to, the to the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Like – I would be more excited about that than DeAndre Hopkins. I'm looking up the official name. CJ Gardner. Is there yeah. a Chauncey for the C? Okay, CJ. <laughs> yeah, See, I'm just Johnson. mixing. I'm just doing what I do right now, and You're, that's just blending people's names. Correct. Uh, so, yeah, the free agency going to be a lot of fun. Uh, NFL draft, the lead up to it. And for Washington fans, we've had the Eric Bieniemy news. He had his press conference this Tell week. Tell me how you feel about it. I'm, I feel pretty – I feel okay about it from a fan and he being a coach standpoint. I'm like – I'm being one of those fans, and I, I usually hate when people do this, where I'm like looking at it from his perspective, saying, why are you doing this? What I are think you, what's the worst that's going to happen? Is he going to go back to Kansas City? That's maybe. the worst. I, I mean, mean is that – Did, he, not take did him back. Andy Reid tell him that? You know they'll let I mean, these guys are always going to take care of their own. I'm kind. I'm just worried if it tanks. Not worried. I'm saying if I'm the enemy, I'm thinking if it tanks, which it looks like it's on pace to do so. Yeah. Because Rivera is on a hot seat. So if they fail, he gets fired. The enemy doesn't have a job anymore. Um, do they just name him the head coach? I don't. Yes. Maybe discussions. This is this is what I I'm, I wonder. Can this happen to where the commanders? you know basically fizzle out but the offense looks okay enough <laughs> to where then you point him interim yeah and then uh, no, he I does just, yeah. good so it's pretty well as the interim head coach all he and wants to you, do in this world tony is, is be a head Ron coach verified and, and, and the best way to do that is to get on a sinking ship where the head man's going to get fired and by week seven head coach interim but head coach hey and then um, he does a good job. What about his responses? I like this is the LaShawn McCoy stuff. I thought he handled it oh, beautifully. Yeah. And I think people have been too hard on LaShawn McCoy about this take. I mean, people are coming out and talking, you know, like. You got to remind me, Tony, what story did we really like about LaShawn McCoy? Or when I say like, it was a salacious one. Because there was Le'Veon oh, was- Bell with the naked girls, right? Yeah. There was what a- was McCoy? I didn't know there was a McCoy one. I feel like we had a McCoy Maybe it was just him, like, with the flyers about the girls, uh, strippers or something. I don't okay. know. They all run together with these NFL yeah, stories. Yeah. But it was Le'Veon Bell with the two. Uh, That's the good one. The that two one. girls robbed him, and they <laughs> Can you describe they them? What were they wearing? Well, they were naked last time I saw them. <laughs> Great answer. I mean, it was a better, it was more wholesome uh, story than, uh, have you been following Antonio Brown at all? No. First, he Is had he still a, doing stuff? Gosh, he had... Uh, Last time I saw him, he was in a pool with his winky out. Yeah. He had... I mean, when I... The same time around that Le'Veon Bell story, he had the story about, like, where he, he had, like, a physical trainer mm-hmm. at the masseuse, and he just came out and pulled a Deshaun Watson on her. Yeah. Like, out, like out of nowhere. So, he's just been... No, his latest one was his... Uh, he gave this girl CTE, he said, with his 
Oh dear. And then somebody yeah, said I'm, that I'm done with No, this Brown. is great. Somebody said, Well, I guess Vontae Vontae's perfect game. <laughs> Yeah, I'll show you I don't tweet. know. What it's is, terrible. Though. No, he's like a, he's a, he's out. He's a mess. Yeah, he's a mess. He is. All right, it's Tony. Sad almost at this point. Appreciate you hanging out, man. Yeah, no problem. What's uh, on the docket for the C three podcast? Friday free for all is uh, going strong on Fridays. We will continue live nine p.m. Uh, Tuesday night. The C three Panthers podcast, the longest running Panthers podcast. We're going into our eleventh season. I haven't missed a week yet. Um, and again, convince me to care as we uh, enter the draft talk. And one of the things I think we're going to do some watch along uh, here because I hate, you know, you got to keep put. It's sad. It's our business, though. So I can't I can hate some of this stuff. Like I can't get that excited. I don't get excited about it, but you have to go to work. And so we probably will do some watch along, maybe watch along the quarterbacks, you know, oh, the combine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Do something like that. And then I would I, be more interested in that than watching the combine. <laughs> so I might, yeah. you know, I'll tune in for that. And then uh, also I just got word maybe uh, lining up old uh um, Carolina Panther one-year receiver David Geddes. Um, and I am offended that you came in and said you probably don't know this name. I mean, come on, dude. Okay. Who are you talking to over Okay. Here? Uh, I, you know, right now he's like a quality control coach for Syracuse or something like that. I did not know he attended Baylor, but I do remember yeah. him in the league as How a receiver. One year, um, he had a very good rookie year. I think he was a six-round pick. He had something like 39 catches yeah. for 684 yards. How many yards did he have? Uh, 37, 508, had three touchdowns as a rookie. And that's the Jimmy Clausen year. Also kick returned. Oh, so this was the one and whatever or two? How many yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, then we got Cam. Uh, I had a big – I was arguing with my co-host this week because he loves Terrace Marshall Jr. And he, and he's he's young. You know what I'm saying? They like He hasn't had his heart broke enough yet. Oh, yeah. You know, so he's just optimistic. I said, man, Brandon LaFell, greater than all of these guys. Oh, God. Think about that. As Brandon LaFell played like nine years in the league, he had 700 yards a, a, a season. Dwayne Jarrett, better than all these. No. <laughs> actually, you know what? It's like... That is the ultimate bust, right? Is he? Dwayne, Dwayne Jarrett? <sighs> biggest Panthers guys bust? I think you just feel bad for because you just know the problem was is they're just dumb. Oh, yeah? You hate to say that about people, but sometimes it's the case. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, didn't, this didn't is work not out. a lot of light bulbs on that Christmas tree. We'll do that. We got a lot of off-season shows, so one day we'll do the biggest bust in our favorite team's histories when the draft. We got a lot of them on Washington's side, so... That'll be fun. Tony, thanks for hanging out, man. Thank you for having me back. Shirley, uh, can we get an update? Are you still watching, uh, keeping an eye on the action going on? What's uh, going on at Johnson Stadium? Um, Raffer's just made a pitching change. East Carolina has tacked on another run. It's 5-3. Nice. So, um, I don't know what inning we're in. I think we're in the fourth inning. We're getting later in the game. Pirates with the lead on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. Oh, thanks, Charlie. We'll take a timeout, come back. When we return, we'll check in with Greeny, Mark Greenhelge, Golf Shop Radio Show. Tell you what's going on this weekend in the world of golf. Also talk about his Clemson Tigers. They got a big one with NC State coming up on Saturday. A lot more to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Watch all of Pirate Radio's local programming on YouTube Live. You can watch Pirate Radio Live Monday through Friday from 3 until 6 p.m. And, of course, the Bud Light pregame tailgate in the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter on game days. Just go to YouTube, search Pirate Radio TV, and click on that subscribe button. And while you're at it, click that like button as well. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's your host, Cliff Rock. All right, Shirley, coming up hour three, we'll be watching uh, East Carolina take on North Carolina down the road at Clark LeClaire Stadium. We'll be here for our final hour before heading over there. And uh, also talking to Morgan Ehlers. Uh, right now, we will head out to the Pirate Radio Live line and talk to Mark Greenhelch, Golf Shop Radio Show, coming your way Saturday, uh, right here, 8 to 10 a.m. on Pirate Radio. And Greeny joins us now on the Pirate Radio Live line. Greeny, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great, Cliff. How are you doing? Doing all right. And uh, Greeny, let's uh, talk about what's going on in the world of golf before we hit on some other topics. And what uh let's see we're at the honda classic this weekend uh what uh i don't know what are the headlines this week in the world of golf what are you following greeny uh well this is one of those forgotten events uh kind of like what we had at the at&t pebble beach a few weeks ago sandwiched between a couple of those designated events you know we saw last week what a great field it was you know next week we're gonna get a, a great field as well as we head out you know to some of the other events going on in the, in the Auto Palmer Invitational and heading into the Players' Championship. So, again, this is one of those events that's going to get lost in the shuffle. You only have, uh, like, four of the top 50 in the world, maybe eight or nine of the top 100 in the world. So this is a week for the guys that uh, may not have as much status or maybe some Corn Ferry graduates from last year, uh, somebody that's trying to get going, this is a week for them. So that's kind of what you pay attention to uh, in these kind of events right now. Uh, Greeny, have you been following Full Swing on uh, Netflix? Have you been checking out the behind-the-scenes production uh, that has come out recently? I've gotten through episode one, so I thought it was interesting. The the Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, and, and good for Netflix. I mean, right out of the gate, they're going to show you behind-the-scenes uh, in the leading up to Justin Thomas winning his second major championship at the PGA. So very interesting. We're going to get a lot more of uh, for episode two. If you haven't seen it yet, of a waste management and a lot more of the live guys coming into this thing and where they stood and all the back and forth going on. So uh, I thought episode one, they did a really good job kind of giving us the stuff that we don't get to see, like Justin Thomas going to a CVS because he's got bad allergies. So uh, if it continues <laughs> along those lines, I think it's going to be a great success. Mark Greenelge, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us. I saw uh, Greeny earlier this week, Harold Varner III, tweeting out, uh, I guess, his team for uh, Live this year, and uh, Bubba Watson included in that uh, with the Range Goats, I guess. So when, when uh, I don't know, when does all the, the Live stuff begin? Like When's the uh, the first event of the year? Oh, they're, they're up and running right now. Okay. Today is their first round of the year. And uh, you got the Crushers leading Smash and the Four Aces and the Fireball. Still not a big fan of these names, especially the Range Goat. It sounds like Roller Derby back uh, used to come on like Saturday nights, team names that would be in that or something. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they kind of went down like the, the 
all the soccer, I guess you would say, the soccer names, you know, the golf clubs or the the football club yeah. kind of a thing. I just, I don't get it. I yeah. think you could have come up with some much better names, some much better marketing opportunities. I mean, I, there's no logo that I'm really running out to, if I was a fan that I'm running out to kind of go after and, and, and wear as a, as a team logo or buy a hat. So, man, I just, I think that's kind of some contrived stuff, although we are going to get to see the results of this Live League and a lot of the PGA Tour stuff with the designated event. Now the PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour have announced that they're going to have a team event later in the year. So uh, lots of changes coming to the PGA Tour, and they continue to come. Mark Greenelch, Golf Shop Radio Show, uh, joining us. We'll uh, hear what's coming up on the Golf Shop Radio Show on Saturday in just a moment. But, Greeny, let's uh, let's talk about your Clemson Tigers real quick. As long as they can avoid Louisville on the schedule, maybe they'll be all right. They lose to Louisville, uh, but then come back with an 18-point win over Syracuse. So maybe they righted some wrongs from what happened last weekend. But they got a big one coming up Saturday at noon in Raleigh against NC State as they try to close out strong and secure their spot in the big dance next month. Yeah, ESPN currently has them as uh, the second four out. So one of the eight teams that are out, they've got North Carolina, who is, what, eight and eight or nine and eight or something ridiculous in conference Yeah, uh, as, as one of the last four out. So And, and Clemson the next four out in, in the fourth spot. I think it really comes down for Clemson is can they finish in that four spot? You know, can they can they win enough games? I mean, they they're in the fourth spot right now. Um, they're only one game out of first uh, with Miami, Virginia, and Pittsburgh all having four losses. Then you got Duke and NC State sitting behind them at six losses. I think if they can if they can maintain that fourth slot, I think that they should be in with uh, probably one ACC tournament win after the bye. Yeah, and it's set up for them, too. They got Notre Dame at home to wrap up the regular season, which is a very winnable game. If they could somehow steal one at uh, NC State at Virginia before that, and then, like you said, win a game in the tournament, certainly if they win multiple games in the ACC tournament, that would go a long way. So it's kind of still out there for them, uh, kind of controlling your destiny, to use a uh, phrase. Yeah, which is which is really tough because uh... – you know, B.J. Hall has been just a great player. I mean, I got to see him live, and I hadn't seen a whole lot of him. But, man, just watching him as a big man, all the different things that he can do, I, I kind of want him to be able to showcase in the tournament that he's that good of a player so that a lot more people can see that and maybe he gets a, a good shot in the NBA. Greeny, have you ever been to a Clemson NCAA tournament basketball game? I have not. I have not been to a <laughs> I've been to an ACC tournament, yeah. but never a – Never a March Madness game. No. I know there is a pod in Greensboro this year. Maybe uh, maybe Clemson will be there. You can check that out. Um, we're still dying for uh, the next time East Carolina can make an NCAA tournament. Greeny, it has been 30 years. Uh, the Pirates taking on the number one team in the country on Saturday. Also a baseball series going on with North Carolina this weekend. So big weekend here in Greenville. We'll see uh, the number one team in the country Saturday night, Greeny. Yeah, that's always nice. I mean, when any time that you can get big time games like that, I mean, there's always a chance that you get to, to flood the floor after the game, right? So uh, you always let you give, give yourself a chance. To, you know, I mean, that's back in the day. That's how Florida State football made their name. They said we'll go play anybody anywhere at any time, and if somebody wants to come play us, we'll have it. So you know, the more the merrier, and the, the better, bigger games you can get. There's always a chance of an upset. 
Pirates knocked off number five Houston a couple years ago, Greeny, with nobody in attendance due to COVID. So this time uh, should be a packed house Saturday night when the number one Cougars roll into town. What's coming up Saturday on the Golf Shop Radio Show, Greeny? What you got planned for this week? Well, we're going to talk a lot of Myrtle Beach. We're going to go back down to the beach and uh, talk to big-timer Charlie Reimer, see what what he's got going on, who he's interviewed lately, and uh, what he thinks of the the status of the early returns on 2023. We'll catch up with Scott Tomasello as the World Amateur Handicap Championship, the big event, 4,000-plus players coming down to Myrtle Beach later on this year. So we'll check in as that registration opens up. We'll check in with Bill Bender, talk a little March Madness as well. And we'll also catch up with Rex Hoggart, who is down uh, at the Honda. So we'll see what's going on. Awesome stuff, Greeny. Enjoyed the chat today. Have a great weekend. Have a great show on Saturday. And we'll check in with you again next week. All right. Thanks a lot, Cliff. Have a good one. Mark Green Elge, Golf Shop Radio Show. Joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. We will go right back out to the Pirate Radio Live line because we're getting ready for some pirate baseball east carolina taking on north carolina today clark clark mcclair stadium is jumping and troy d is standing by at the pirate radio tailgate zone troy uh, what's the scene like out there as we are uh, getting close to first pitch guys i know it's early in the season but uh, i gotta tell you the pirate fans are in mid-season form i mean it looks like uh it almost kind of has a regional atmosphere out here i mean this is a fun place to be today still plenty of time if you're out driving around and uh, just getting off work clark mcclair is where you want to be I assume this game is sold out, but I have forgot to check with ECU officials. I know the grandstand sold out. They may still have a few standing room only tickets available in the jungle, uh, but it is going to be a huge crowd. The place is already packed. We're out here in the jungle at the Pirate Radio tailgate lot. LB standing by. Man, great to be out here. It feels like a, a nice spring day. Yeah, it's been beautiful. A little cloud cover, a little bit of a breeze, but it looks like the chairs are about four rows deep in the jungle. People are ready to go right before first pitch. Should be an exciting atmosphere. Hopefully, the Pirates can uh, jump on them early. And, Cliff, I think the game tomorrow getting postponed has put more of a sense of urgency, not just for the Pirates to try and win this one against a, a rival of UNC, but also for the fans. If you want to come out and see East Carolina UNC right now, this is your only option this weekend. So there is no game Saturday in case folks are just tuning in and missed that news earlier. That game has been postponed in advance due to expected inclement weather coming up tomorrow. So tonight is it. Of course, they will go on the road Sunday to Boshmer Stadium in Chapel Hill. I know some Pirate fans are hoping to make the tri- uh, trip up there, and uh, ECU always has a good showing up in Chapel Hill, too. But a lot easier if you're in Pitt County or surrounding areas to come out here tonight and support the home team Pirates. And it is going to be a great atmosphere. Already is. And uh, expect the roar anytime soon as the Pirates expect to take the field about five minutes or so, Clip. Yeah, and you're right. This is kind of a standalone game now uh, here at home today. No game tomorrow so if you win this one you guarantee at least a split of the series if you win you you go into sunday thinking all right let's get this two-game sweep so important game tonight uh going on at clark leclerc stadium should be a fun one troy d and i'm i'm getting uh bud light pregame tailgate vibes as i talk to you on the phone while i'm sitting Uh, here in the studio this has i would say it has a football-like atmosphere yeah it's very very similar and what a big weekend for ECU, you know, you got this awesome game out here tonight against the Tar Heels. Tomorrow, the number one team in the country, the Houston Cougars, comes to Minji's Coliseum, and the Pirates have a chance to make history. And, look, we've seen upsets in Minji's before. Anything is possible, and that is why they play the game. What a two-game streak this could be if the Pirates could win on the diamond tonight and find a way to win on the hardwood tomorrow. Man, you talk about epic weekends in Greenville. 
on the sports calendar, this would be one of them. Yeah, huge weekend. Going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll have the updates for you on baseball and our social media accounts. We'll be with you uh, next hour right here in studio giving you updates as well on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. And we'll be out at Menji's as well. All right, uh, Troy, enjoy it, man. Thanks for checking in with us. Sounds good. Talk to you guys soon. Uh, all right. Troy D. Ellerby out at the Pirate Radio Tailgate Zone. Kind of feel like uh, we're on our four-hour voyage that we're on Saturdays during the fall, Shirley, as we have that tailgate check-in there. Yeah, that is kind of weird, you know, because here we are sitting at, you know, in February, yes. and all of a sudden we're doing a check-in. So yes. it's, it is kind of weird. Uh, looking forward to being out at Minji's uh, coming up on saturday night shirley uh you got any updates what's going on softball uh yeah the pirates have uh kind of uh, uh blown the doors open uh, they are up eight three as it stands nice. um unfortunately i do not know what inning we're in because uh they only show um the scoreboard at the end of each uh half inning so as soon as i can get that for you i'll let you know but right now i know the score is eight to three pirates sitting comfortable right now they'll have another game coming up after this one uh, over at the softball field so a lot going on we'll keep you up to date on all of it on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dub buck all right let's get our time out in we'll come back morgan aylers joining us on the pirate radio live line and we will uh start to watch some pirate baseball here in the pirate radio studios more to go hour three we also have our giveaway free beer friday bud light on the line that can be yours more details after this listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town along with sandwiches. Uh, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, Trey Savage on the bump, getting in his warm-up pitches as they are about to get underway. East Carolina and North Carolina at Clark McClare Stadium. About to go final at the softball stadium with ECU uh, holding on to a lead against Radford, and we'll... Uh, confirm that final for you in just a moment yeah trying to my shirley's got a lot going on right now she's got my computer crashed which one you've got four computers going right now literally <laughs> um it's jeez uh, i died just don't know. We'll have that score update I, I, it for should you in a be a final because yeah. they were down to their last outs. So. all right well uh we'll check in on that on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard right now we head out to the pirate radio live line to talk to morgan aylers who joins us here on a friday morgan how you doing man Clipper, good to be here, bud. Hey, Morgan, you don't get a chance to see the number one team in the country 
play live uh, that often. We will have that opportunity coming up Saturday night when East Carolina is finally back home for another home game. It'll be against the Houston Cougars and uh, Pirates coming off a road win against Tulsa. But should be a fun night uh, coming up Saturday night, Morgan. Not only you've got ECU at home. Oh, okay, I'll be there. The number one team, I'll be there. But the Kelvin Sampson fan club that he always brings to Menji's uh, will be there as well. So it should be a great atmosphere. Yeah, you know, uh, Coach Sampson originally from the uh, Lumberton, Pembroke area and uh, always has a good crowd in. And, you know, number one team in the country coming in and, and playing in Niji's Coliseum, something special. And you never know. Hopefully we can have some more of that uh, divine intervention that we had uh, a couple weeks ago in, in Minji's Coliseum and pull out a, an improbable win for the Pirates. Yeah, and we talk hoops with you every Friday, Morgan, and we've talked a lot about R.J. Felton, Brandon Johnson, uh, Ezra uh, at times. It's been uh, Jaden Walker really stepping up here lately for ECU coming into his own and has always been a contributor even when he's not scoring, but the points are are going up for Jaden, and uh, he's become a big factor for this team. Yeah, you can see the confidence really starting to come out onto the court and what kind of player he can be, and he's sort of been pressed into that role with uh, Javon Small going down, and the Pirates, uh, you know, you've got Caleb LeCount at point guard, but, you know, he, he's not the biggest guy in the world, and I think the size does play a big factor, especially when you're talking uh, big-time Division One basketball. And, uh, you know, Jaden's come in, and he's done a great job of, of running the offense and then uh, scoring from the point, which is, uh, again, sometimes you see that in, in some offenses, sometimes you don't, but he's sort of that hybrid guard that can dribble drive, can shoot the jumper, and uh, good to see him out there. They're going to need a complete team effort, though, tomorrow <laughs> to, to knock off the number one team. They're going to need a little bit of your help and everybody pitching in. And uh, I talked to Cy Seymour earlier this week on the show, Morgan, and uh, nothing official, but just his opinion. He doesn't know if we're going to see uh, Javon Small this season uh, suit up again for ECU. Have you you heard anything? Any thoughts on uh, Small potentially returning? I have not. Uh, I just know that it's it's one of those things they don't want to risk yeah. a long-term injury. They want to make sure he comes back and he's healed and uh, in, in top shape because I think you, you've seen it a lot over the years in college basketball where guys get pressed back into action. And, yeah. You know, you, you torque so much. You know, football, you have knee injuries, but in basketball, uh, just a little, you know, you're always cutting, you're always screening, you're, you know, you're doing the things that really put a lot of strain on your knees and you definitely don't with a player like Javon. You don't want to rush him back too early just to get him in there. You'd rather have him healthy and ready to go again next year. That's my opinion for yeah. what it's worth, but I'm yeah. the coach. Morgan Ayler's joining us, and uh, they've done pretty well without him. What, where could they be with him? Uh, who knows? But East Carolina, Houston coming up Saturday night, 8 o'clock, Minji's. Uh, they're giving out rally towels, folks, to the first 5,000 fans. So show up, get you a towel, and get loud on Saturday night. Uh, Morgan, uh, Keaton Mitchell drafted by the USFL, the New Orleans Breakers, this week. And as we've talked uh, all week on the show, uh, a great fallback plan. Uh, if he doesn't make it to the NFL, he's already got a designated home in the USFL. So uh, what do you think about that news that came out? Uh, it it kind of surprised me a little bit, to be real honest with you. Uh, normally with, with that draft process, they, they tend to go after guys they feel they might not make it in the yeah. league. And, uh, you know, it is a good dra- it is a good fallback plan. However, uh, from what, what I was reading, that, you know, it, you have to make a decision right after the combine to either play in the NFL or play in the USFL because their league starts in April. So, they you know, you can't do both. And with uh, the NFL, obviously, that you know, the draft is in the end of April. 
think it's the last weekend in April. So you've got to make a decision what you want to do. Do you want to uh, possibly wait to sign with an NFL team, or do you want to uh, go ahead and, and, and play in the NFL or the USFL for a year because you would be under contract? And that way, if you decided you opted for the USFL, you're playing in that league, and you're not going to be able to go through rookie minicamp and OTAs and that kind of thing. So uh, it does uh, throw a little monkey wrench into it. It makes a decision-making process. Morgan Ayler's joining us. Morgan, I uh, texted with Holton earlier this week about uh, his buddy Stanford Steve coming to Greenville to uh, take in some pirate hoops tomorrow night. That should be pretty cool. But um, how's uh, Holton doing from a football standpoint? What's he up to uh, right now? Right now, as I look at my clock, he's probably – uh, making his approach here, coming into Greenville here in just about 20 minutes or so. Okay. Uh, left Mobile this afternoon, flew into Charlotte, Charlotte to Greenville. Uh, excited to have him home. He is uh, done with the Mobile portion of his training. He's going to be uh, spending half his week in Charlotte and half the week here. Uh, Charlotte working still with the QB country folks, and uh, they're going to be working. They have a branch in Charlotte. He's going to be working with them just to keep sharp. He's had a really good three or four weeks down in Mobile. Very excited. Uh, they put a little blurb out on Twitter today that was uh, uh, showed him working out a little bit. And, uh, excited to have him home for at least at least a few days a week. And uh, hopefully they'll be ready for the pro day coming up at the end of, end of March. And it's going to be exciting because what I gather is they're going to have three consecutive pro days, one at North Carolina, one at NC State, and then East Carolina. So with that, you've got all the scouts from all the teams that will be there. And representatives from different leagues are going to be there. Well, it will be probably the most attended Pro Day East Carolina's had in many years. No doubt. Uh, you've got Holton. You've got Keaton that we mentioned also. Uh, C.J. Johnson and uh, Isaiah Winstead and a number of guys who will be trying to make it to the league. And uh, you're right. It is going to be uh, the most attended we've seen uh, in a long, long time. Looking forward to that. Morgan Ayler's joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Uh, Morgan, what you got going on this weekend outside of ECU Hoops? Well, uh, ECU Hoops tomorrow night. Tonight, I'm actually uh, in the process of setting up out here at Brook Valley. They're having their uh, Brook Valley member uh, Mardi Gras celebration, so I'm going to be out here playing for that. I'm missing the baseball game, but I've got it already set up. I'm setting my gear up, but the first thing I set up was my iPad, so I've got it streaming, so I'm watching the game. Uh, missing it because I'm talking to you right now, but that's okay. Better, you know, I got more important things than watch the game. I have to talk to the legendary Clip Rock. Well, guess what? We're letting you go right now, so go enjoy the game, Morgan. <laughs> you guys uh, have a great weekend, and uh, go Pirates. See you, buddy. There's Morgan Aylers joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Um, guys, I have no more guests on the show. So I think we just turn hour three into a, an ECU baseball watch along. What do you think? How do you feel? I got a thumbs up from Chandler. I got a thumbs up from Shirley Rhodes. Also, uh, thumbs up from ECU softball as they are a winner. They'll be taking on St. Francis coming up at 530 in game two. So that's a pretty quick turnaround. But ECU softball did tweet out game two beginning at 530. All right, let's uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll have, uh, we'll have a watch-along. Y'all can join us, watch the game with us, and we'll be giving away a 15-pack of 16-ounce aluminum Bud Light bottles. So we'll be doing that next segment as well. How would you not want to hang out with us here on a free beer Friday? Lane Hoover bats for the Pirates. No score in the bottom of the first inning. We'll be back with uh, baseball updates when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas, which is the best for all the boat owners. Country Mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Nice play by AMAC to get the first out of inning number two. Right now it is uh, no score between the Pirates and Tar Heels at Clark LeClaire Stadium as they play in the top of the second inning. And uh, we are going to watch along it for the rest of this show. So uh, kick back, relax, and join us as we watch some Pirate Baseball here on a Friday. Softball team about to get underway in about 15 minutes as they will play game two of a doubleheader winners earlier today against Radford, moving to 10-3 and three on the young season. So, uh, Shirley, you can hang out in here. If you got stuff going on, you can hang out in there. That's your decision. It's your world. No, I can't. I'll, I'll head in there in just a second. Uh, Chan Man joining me here in studio as Trey Savage got the ball today. Carter Spivey, we learned earlier uh this week would not be pitching this weekend so uh you got your savage today you've got josh groves going sunday in chapel hill as chandler joins me in the studio before he heads out to clark leclerc when we wrap this one up mm-hmm. in uh at six o'clock yeah can't wait to get out there uh had a really good time last weekend uh ecu getting the sweep over george washington looking to bounce back after the midweek uh heartbreak uh the walk in walk-off fashion against campbell but uh as trey savage strikes uh number 45 out for the second out paul clifford says i miss the pirate radio gang well paul i hope you're still inhaling purple and exhaling gold and by the way paul penn state guy when we did our um rankings yesterday mm-hmm. or earlier this week our opponent fight song rankings mm-hmm. he said if you don't have if you don't have Michigan in 12, was that uh, Kristen? That was Kristen. That was Kristen wow. and Jenny. All, all right. All the same. Um, he said, if you don't have Michigan 12, your rankings are wrong. Now, he's got a lot of bias going there. I will be uh, glad to report to you, Paul, we did not have Michigan number one. We had Navy number one in our opponent fight song rankings, but we did have Big Blue number two. So there you go. Why did he say he missed us? Has he been gone? Paul Clifford used to be the head of the ECU Alumni Association. Had a show on Pirate Radio. Oh, that's before my time. Yeah. Uh, believe it or... Oh, boy. Oh! oh! Carter! <laughs> Carter Cunningham at the wall. I don't know if the ball is getting out. Uh, but he makes a catch. He went back as far as he could go. Look at the crowd in right field. And reeled it in. I think that might have gone out. But uh, Carter Cunningham makes the catch. Great catch, Carter. Paul says, come on, dude, know your history. I love, what do you think, Chandler, that Pirate Radio wasn't a thing before you came on board? No, I I listen to Pirate Radio. 
when I was a little kid. I listened to the pregame show and the postgame show. Jeez, make us feel old. <laughs> when I was a little kid, I listened. I, I to you did. Guys I listened. I listened. I listened to you guys. In the Elmhurst parking lot. But I didn't listen. I mean, that was back before Facebook and YouTube Live. Like, the only time I listened to Pi Radio was basically when I was here in Greenville uh, tailgating with my fa- family. Dad always, uh, as soon as we got into town where we can pick you guys up on 1250, uh, Dad would turn it there. So. And Chandler would say, one day, I'm going to be playing on that field. And if not, I'm going to be talking on that radio. <laughs> there you go. There you go. One yeah. dream died and another one came to fruition. I was going to say, one out of two ain't bad. Paul, I'm so sorry, man. I, but guess what? I know that now. And I love learning about the history of Pirate Radio. I, I truly do. Uh, I was talking to um, I was talking to uh, Jonathan and Troy today. They treated me to Chico's for lunch for helping them out at UBE. What a great turnout that was, by the way. Um, but they were telling me about you know when they first started. I was like, man, and they were talking about all the T-shirt giveaways they, oh, yeah, they, they have done over the done, years. Yeah. But they talked about their start, and they said the weekend before they went on the air. They said they spent just about all weekend going to all the trade, uh, some some gas stations around uh, around town. They I think they said they went to every single gas station that used to be called something, but it's basically now Speedway. Oh yeah, Trademark. Tra- Trademark. I uh, was an employee there. And they would go and they took decals and they yep. smacked them yep, on sure the door. Did. And Troy said that he purposely put it eye level where you had to look at it every time you went into those trademarks absolutely and that's kind of like what got their name out there the most so like learning about that really i'm very intrigued by that stuff but now i'm very intrigued to know that paul clifford a name that i've seen in the comment sections for a a lot of times here on pirate radio that he used to work here and used to have a show yeah that's that's awesome a pirate's life for me was the name of the show and it was to highlight alumni uh pirate alumni and uh paul was the host of that show and i would produce that show for him and uh paul was a lot of fun to have uh we've we've had many a uh uh blooper reel over the years of uh stuff that we used to get the giggles on and and that kind of thing so it was a lot of fun i enjoyed it and um so yeah, yeah. by the way hi paul one out, bottom of the second as Starman pops out Star foul territory Man, to the second baseman. Right. Randolph no in the house. Up. What's up, Randolph? Dax just threw another interception recovered by the 49ers. <laughs> boom, boom. Randolph in the house. I love me some Randolph. Good guy. Good fella. He is. All right, here's the speedster, Luke Nowak. Mark Davies adds that Paul is an Eagles fan. Hope you uh, hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Paul with a heart eyes emoji and says, "Shirley, miss you, bud." He is inhaling purple, Shirley, and exhaling gold. That's right. Ooh. the only thing that Luke Nowak has to do, really, in every single at bat this season, is to put the ball in play, and he'll have a chance to get on base. I'm glad they flashed his stats from last year. <laughs> last uh, year's stats. Zero. zero. Zero, 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 zero. Zeros. a boy. And a ball outside. High and outside. Two on the count. Once again, no game tomorrow. 
hopefully will be made up later on this season during the midweek uh there will be a game sunday one o'clock in chapel hill no score right now between the pirates and the tar heels the two one strike right down broadway it's a classic line right down broadway randolph said hit those likes you are correct chandler dax did throw <laughs> another one you are correct sir <laughs> <laughs> dax <laughs> oh steer him out man and now we have two down here in the bottom of the second he kind of looks like spencer brickhouse in the face in the face Luke Nowak, that is who I'm talking about. Mini Brick. Mini Brick. Saw Spencer Brickhouse out in the jungle last weekend. Oh, yeah? Yes, I did. Did you say, what's up, my guy? I didn't. He was talking to somebody else. I did not want to intrude as AMAC with a hack and a miss. Oh, one the count. Paul says, is there no more live at five? No, there is not. Annie said, "Do people really watch you watch baseball?" Uh, uh, Paul, let me. All right, so I've learned about Paul. Let me tell you something, Paul. We have these things called watch-alongs that we've done several times since uh, I've been with Pirate Radio. Basketball, we've done some with football. We've done a thing now during football season where we come back and we might watch the last ten minutes of the fourth quarter. Um, we've done, you know, we did the watch along for the regionals last year. It's a lot of fun. People seem to enjoy watching us react uh, to sporting events. Uh, this is more of I don't have any more guests planned for the show. It's Friday. I want to watch the game, and I don't, you know, feel like doing anything. So, well, then do what you want to do. And guess what? You're doing that. It's your thing. Do what you want to do. I can't tell you who to sock it to. <sighs> Well put. Well said. Susan's watching us and also waiting for the booty bag theme to hit. Ah, yes. So some Uh people are tuned in to try to get this beer right here that we'll be giving away in uh, just a few minutes. By the way, uh, Pirates go down in the bottom of the Uh. second. No score as we head top of the third at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Park. Estadia. Estadia. Tyler's hanging out with us. He's a uh, he's a watch along guy. He said, "Come on, Paul." Jamil Karishi, not his real name, is watching. Said watching. Let's sit in silence for a little while. Ready? <laughs> All right, ready? Go. My silence Dead causes air. violence. <laughs> Dead air. Uh, Jamil ordered a shirt. By the way, those shirts, Chandler's wearing one right now, sold Spin like hotcakes. Like hotcakes. You ever bought hotcakes before? Off. Pirate Nation on the back, 23 in bones. And we sold those at UBE today. Uh, your $10 went to Mustache for March um, ALS. and ALS Research and uh, bad news though, we could only do that for people who were uh, were here to pick them up. So, but good news! Hey, we got good news. You can go to pirateware.com right now, Look, literally right now, and order yours. We have uh, 
had several comments about you should put them online sell them online well guess what folks we're doing that pirateware.com go check it out thanks to our folks uh our friends over at ube for helping us out with that because we don't we don't have the staff right now to be able to handle such a a large order like that in terms of shipping things out so uh ube stepped up and uh and offered their services to uh, help us out with that so you can go to pirateware.com you can order your shirt you can come to ube if you're nearby and you can pick it up once it's uh ready or you can just have it shipped directly to your house and uh you just need to pay the shipping and handling and i mean i mean imagine if we were doing that just ourselves as pirate radio i mean just 20 30 minutes after we launched the sale on pirateware.com there were oh, there was yeah. 40 50 sales already made pre-sales yeah. made yeah so i mean it's just i mean go ahead and get yours now i can't even imagine what that number is as we speak right here at 5:28 on a friday evening Ed says, time for a Britney Spears rally. Go Pirates. Let's get toxic on them. Ed, Ed loves the Britney Spears. Do you think Britney's at the game? Who? Spears. Is she here? I don't know. Probably. What is Britney doing with her life? Oops. Oh, she, oh no. Fly ball. Fly in ball. The left. And that is, is gone. Why is everybody going? Catch the ball. We have the worst fans in the country at catching a foul ball or a home run. I mean, did you see that? I mean, yeah. What are they? Everybody's cowering down. Why do they try to catch it? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. God, it pisses me off. I mean, say it was a Starman home run, maybe they would go after it? Yeah, but I don't know if a ball's coming my way. Now, if I wasn't paying attention and I didn't know where it was coming from, I definitely would cower. Maybe that's the case for all these. But, like, I would love the opportunity to try to catch a ball at a game. But maybe that's just me. This might be... uh, It's not. Never mind. They have a guy on Carolina's team. I believe he bats leadoff. His last name is probably the best last name in the history of last names. Honeycut. Hmm. Paul says, is there something else actually on radio right now, though? This is just a Facebook thing. Hey, Grandpa! <laughs> Log off and call your grandkids and tell them you love them. Paul, uh, sometimes, to answer your question, we do just go on Facebook, but right now we are in the middle of our radio show, which runs three to six. It's called Pirate Radio Live, hosted by Clip Rock, Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, alongside every weekday three to six here on pirate radio we are currently on radio facebook youtube the internet some alien transmission some guys rabbit ears if you've been in a on coma a boat. we're on Since a boat 2003 where there was literally just one am station they were on guess what wake up wake up wake up we have so many platforms and guess what what oh is something playing on one station and something is on the other station no it's what we like to call a simulcast what you hear on one is what you hear on all (laughs) you start to sound like rome (laughs) get him rome get paul it's a simulcast paul (laughs) let's go to paul emails paul writes in can I listen to the radio and actually hear some sports talk instead of silence every five to six seconds? 
<laughs> I don't want to hear about Luke Noack striking out. I want to hear about Russell Wilson potentially being a villain. I want to hear about Russell Wilson having an office in the second level of their facility along with coaches and executives. I want to hear about Russell Wilson being called fat by a former teammate. Fat! (laughs) I'm just here, folks. I'm just here so I won't get fined. (laughs) Paul, I hope that answered your question. Turn off your station. Jamil says, catch the damn ball. It's fun. Exactly. Uh, Shirley, you want to take a break? Open up the booty bag? Ooh, let's open it up. Hold on. I'm going to be opening up one of these bad boys here in about an hour. <laughs> Tar Heels up one nothing over the Pirates in the top of right. the third inning. One down as Colby Wicker, Wil, 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 Wilkerson <laughs> hits against Trey Yes Savage. Yes Savage. Trey Yes Savage. Yes Savage. We'll uh, take your time out as we do. We will open up the booty bag. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Hey, Paul, this is a giveaway that we do every day on the show. We make a listener a winner. If you're not following at home, maybe we need a Pirate Radio owner's manual you can check out and read to see how things work. I love how we started this with, you don't know who Paul Clifford is? Put some respect on his name, and now we're cut. We're just dog cussing him. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. We do this now. We're giving away 15 16 out Bud Light aluminum bottles to caller number 12. 317 1250. 317 1250. We're back with more Pirates trailing 1 0 against the Tar Heels on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. Presented by the Buck. The Buck. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Congratulations to Ray Odom of Winterville. Picked up uh, the Free Beer Friday prize. Of course, Free Beer Friday. Brought to you by Bud Light. Every day, especially game day, is better with an ice-cold Bud Light. Pick up some today at your favorite retailer. Bud Light, proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989 and the official beer of the ECU Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Tar Heels got runners on second and third with two outs in the top of the third inning. They lead it one nothing. Casey Cook. Casey at the bat. Casey, Casey. Coming up. It is up for the Tar Heels. Welcome back to the show. Coming up on Monday, Delcor Players Lounge will be recapping this two-game series with Josh Moylan, Jacob Jenkins-Cowart, and Lane Hoover. Hoover. Zach Womack always getting good D-line. TV time. Woo-hoo. A little 12-6 to six curve. Come on. From Trey Savage. Come on. The nasty hook, Carrie Woodish, if you will. 
Pirates softball moving to 10 and 3 with a win earlier today. Let's go. Hey. That's a high fly ball hit out to right center, and Cowart is under it. Let's go. Can of corn. Can of corn. We head to the bottom of the third inning. Tar Heels 1, Pirates 0. Solo home run in that third inning that everybody got scared of the ball. I only saw like two people do that. Those uh, well, how many people were around it? A lot. There's a lot of people out there in the jungle. Yeah, but so what did everybody else do then? Watch it fly. Yeah, because it was uncatchable. I don't expect Chandler. No flag on the play. Chandler, when a ball <laughs> is hit, let's say there's a foul ball down the right field line. Yeah, right. I don't expect the people in left field, the fans, to try to catch the ball. That, that they're not going to get there. <laughs> I, I don't understand. So you think people should die for it? No, I think they should put their hands up and catch the ball. That's all I think. Barehanded. You want people to risk an injury? <laughs> I forgot. I forgot what generation we're in now kids these days i just think what i should i think you should just give people a break and and let people enjoy a baseball game i mean jesus christ dude you this is turf you sour i'm more sour at you now than i am at them you know what and that's what i wanted to do i wanted to shield these people from your fiery dragon breath i wanted i wanted i'm literally i'm shielding them i'm taking the bullet here because i don't want these innocent people to take the lashing of Clip Brock. That's the kind of guy you are. I take one for the team. I take one for the Pirate Nation. The Jungle Nation. Sure. By the way, you can get these shirts. PirateWear.com. Wait a minute. Was all this just to set up an ad? It was all yeah, a man, big I, scam. I'm in the marketing business. Yeah. Um, Shirley, thanks for coming back in. We need to take another break soon. <laughs> get on in there. Damn it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Get us started, Carter. Carter Cunningham leading off. The Pirates have just been uh, unable to get a bat on the ball. They're, they're just taking massive hacks. Mass hacks. Jamil says Clip can catch two balls barehanded. Tyler says, I want to see Clip catch a ball barehanded. All right, hold on. And just so you know, ah. I've got softball coming up or actually ecu softball on my phone right here so i can keep you uh i, did, good I, catch. I, I just did it great catch all right and the pop fly foul ball watch out clip is coming right for you got my drink here caught the ball put it in my pocket all right let's go good catch clip how difficult is that <laughs> now here now let's do what really happens at the game all right, here's the pitch. It's the 2-1. The Clip, watch out! Clip! <laughs> and, folks, this is why we can't take them anywhere. Can't, can't, can't behave themselves. Uh, looks like St. Francis has an early one nothing lead on East Carolina How are you going to be losing to a team name with Francis? Ah, oh. oh, the, oh, the shift worked. Ah, the shift the shift work. Noelin hits into the shift. A lot of uh, a lot of. Sh- <laughs> Go ahead. I was gonna say shrubbery. A lot of uh, shrubbery. 
what's the word i'm looking for shirley the um vegetation a lot of vegetation on the field a lot of leaves leaves a lot of nature's oh there's a great hit nature's debris got a stand-up triple here going oh oh no make that an in the ballpark home run for east carolina they just tied it up really as a it was going to be a stand-up triple and the ball trickled uh, trickled away from the third baseman so the allowed the runner to score so now we have a tie ball game for east carolina softball speaking of stand-up you two are stand-up people (laughs) (laughs) um speaking of saint francis I believe I know their mascot. Uh, do and Shirley. I should know. Isn't it the Bulldogs? No, uh, not if what I'm thinking it is. Oh, uh, the Friars? No, I think it's uh, the name of a comedian. Oh, I'm wrong. The Gaffigans? <laughs> I kidding. thought they were. Who are the Red Foxes? Marist. Uh, okay. Look uh-huh. at you, Shirley. Look, Shirley. Color me impressed. <laughs> hey Um Yeah. Good call, Shirley. St. Francis are the red flash. Red so, flashes? Flash. Okay. The red flash. They're speedy. So I knew they were red. I just didn't know. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder about you, Chandler. <laughs> As you should. As you should. Shack up. Counts Joey, even at two. Joey Barino. Two outs here at the bottom of the third. Pirates trail the Tar Heels. One to nothing. Good shot of Cliff Godwin's dad. Sitting in his perch. I met him last year during the Super de Duper. Congratulations. Thanks. I have yet to meet Coach Godwin's <coughs> dad. He sits in the same seat every game. He is Cliff Godwin's dad. I wonder, uh, we'll get an update next week. Billy Weaver PAing his first yeah. game ever now about at ECU Baseball today. Got to lower the uh, baseball helmet. <laughs> lower the helmet. <coughs> lower, Bernie, lower, lower the get head. a wall. Yeah. Lower the walk. cup. Is that the first Pirate base runner? Yeah, I think I believe so. so. Yeah. Wow. So we got a fly ball, and that would be out number three. So let's see what uh, – let me make sure that I've got the correct score for ECU softball mm-hmm. over at Max R. Joyner Stadium. Yeah, I called it Johnson Stadium earlier. That's where they play soccer and lacrosse, so <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> yeah, that's classic not mistake. Not classic. Um, so, yeah, it is tied at one apiece, <laughs> and we're heading into the top of the second inning for – Softball. Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Bucks. By the Buck. Chandler, you going to the Bug this weekend? You, you know, get bugged up. If the Pirates win tonight, I might do a celebratory. Um, I might have a celebratory shindig at the Buck. A celebratory shindig. You heard me correctly. Cody Webb playing did tonight. He stutter. Yes, yeah, he did. did I, <laughs> he actually did. Yeah. Stutter. Oh, did I really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Celebratory. Uh, <laughs> you. Hey. Um, you. Let's go golfing. By the way, guys, Cody Webb at the Buck tonight going to be strumming the strings and singing the tunes. Check him out. Amazing crowd at Clark Leclerc. Amazing mustache. I was about Jacob to. St- I was about to comment on that. A mustache worthy of this crowd. And it a looks mustache. like he's working a little handlebar. Speaking action of mustaches. Going up there. I meant to ask Igo, but we had such a great fantasy discussion going the other day. I never got a chance. He's getting a little hair on his face. Oh. But Chandler, for the first time ever, 
I'm trying to talk you into just going stash and march. Nah, I just he's already got. You've already got. It's it. not thick enough. There's not enough there. But that's kind of the thing. Like, just why? What? Again, what? Why not? What are the cons? I just I don't know, man. I mean, I'm. Oh, I don't. Not, oh. not to be mean, but. Oh, here we go. <laughs> if you think it might oh. hurt you with the ladies. I'll, I'll ask, how's that going for you right now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, right now it's not bad. Let's take a break, Clip. It's not. It's, it's not bad. Cost, really. It's not bad at all. You doing all right? <laughs> you doing all right? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Chan, the lady man. Not Jacob Jenkins. Cowart fouls no. it off. One and two. The count. We're gonna go to break. Let's go to break. And come back and have more for you here on Pirate Radio Live. We're doing a watch-along if you want to hang out with us on Facebook and YouTube. Pirates have one on, two out in the bottom of the third, trailing North Carolina one to nothing. Back with more Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market report. The Dow closed out the week down 336 points at 32,816. The NASDAQ was down 195 points at 11,394. S&P was down 42 at 3,970. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC. And Cliff, uh, St. Francis has now taken the lead thanks to a uh, home run by uh, St. Francis, so uh, they now lead it 2-1. to one. They do have a runner in scoring position as well. The Red Flash leading the Pirates on the softball field. The Tarios leading the Pirates on the baseball field, but Trey Savage has mowed down the first two batters of the fourth inning with strikeouts, I believe running his total to six in this game already. And... Ooh-ah. Two outs now in the top of the fourth inning. Tar Heels leading the Pirates 1-0 on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. Uh, no baseball tomorrow, but there will be hoops. 8 o'clock, Menji's Coliseum. Looking forward to seeing the Pirates stick on the number one team in the country. Routine fly ball out to right will wrap up the top of the fourth for North Carolina as Carter Cunningham makes the catch. Trey Savage, good work as he gets through the fourth inning. Uh, with just one run, one hit on the board. The lone hit in this game was the home run. Chandler nods his head in confirmation. I have a joke. Let's hear it. All right. It's courtesy of my buddy from back home, Stephen Strickland. Thank you, Stephen, for this awesome joke that I'm about to tell. Strix. A senior citizen drove his brand-new Corvette convertible out of the dealership. He te- he taken off down the road. He floored it to 80 miles per hour, enjoying the wind blowing through what little gray hair he had left. Amazing, he thought 
as he flew down I-94, pushing the pedal even more. Looking in his rear-view mirror, he saw a state trooper behind him, lights flashing and sirens blaring. He floored it to 100 miles per hour, then 110, then 120. Suddenly thought, what am I doing? I'm too old for this, and pulled over to await the trooper's, trooper's arrival. Pulling in behind him, the trooper walked up to the Corvette, looked at his watch, and said, Sir, my shift ends in 30 minutes. Today is Friday. If you can give me a reason for for you speeding that I have never heard before, I'll let you go. The old gentleman paused. Then he said, Years ago, my wife ran off with a state trooper. I thought you were bringing her back. Have a good day, sir, replied the state trooper. My God. <laughs> All of that. Please. All of that for that. That is like... <laughs> The bit. How old are you? That is the, that is the oldest old man joke I might have ever heard. Was it good? It was the best joke I've ever heard. Yes. Even better than monkey. Ten out of ten. Better than monkey peeing in your beer. Better, way better. Oh man! After Wes's um, deliberation <laughs> on that one, his ruling, I don't find that one funny anymore. Really? Well. Well, there you go, Chandler. That's going to be a huge hit down to the old folks' home when you do your stand-up. <laughs> a little knee slapper there for you. Tyler says, if I see y'all tomorrow at basketball game, I'm going to say boom, boom, boom. boom you you boom. better, Tyler. We're all actually going to the game, Shirley, Chandler, and I. And we are painting boom on all of our chests. We're going to take our shirts off. <laughs> um i'm not gonna be at the game <laughs> and you're not catching me painting nothing on my tummy all right we'll have to find a third your dad chandler and i are in my dad will do it boom 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 i actually have a dj gig tomorrow night so Ooh, I, huge flex yeah huge flex that's low speaking of low will you be playing low by low low T-Pain low 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 and flow rider you are correct sir and little john it is on the playlist is little john not in that yeah i don't little think t pain's in there. i'm sorry i was thinking of something else <clears throat> flow rider which spells florida what <laughs> what thank you captain obvious what yep you Just know okay in case you didn't know that's a oh boy here we go that was low pirates trail the tar heels one nothing in the bottom of the fourth inning as we're about to wrap up here on pirate radio live oh yeah doing a little friday watch along i'm a tad bit ahead of y'all okay so something's about to happen i guess it's a strikeout why would you say oh yeah oh i don't know you're you're a weird cat man I'm not a cool cat? No. As Theo Vaughn would say? You got something wrong with you. Hey, he's a cool cat, man. Hey, Tony, Tony Collins, you ever heard of Tony Collins? Shirley said, oh, yeah. And you said, it's, I guess he's about I to strike out. I thought she meant like, oh, yeah, that's a strike. <laughs> that's how I took it. Like, oh, yeah, that's a strike. That was awesomely bad. <laughs> I thought she went, I thought she meant, Oh, oh yeah, that's a strike. That, that that's a strike. Did the Pirates oh, win? Oh, get there. He's there. Safe. Whoa! Oh! No, sir. No, sir. Oh yes, he's out <laughs> at second. Oh, oh yeah! No. Ooh, replay shows. He is safe. All right, let's review it. Shirley uh, Chandler. We'll see y'all Monday, three o'clock.
on Pirate Radio Live. Oh, get there. Uh, he's there. He's there. Thanks y'all for, uh, thank you all for hanging out today. See you Monday 3, Pirate Radio Live. Have a great sports weekend. Enjoy the game. We'll see you Saturday. Menjis later on. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.